Hard Rock Life. Yeah, and we're here with members of I'm Not Dead Yet, Terrence and Brian. How are you guys? Good. How are Doing you? Fine, man. Doing good, man. I'm glad you guys came. Wow. I want to wow. start the show off by saying happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's been a good birthday, actually. Uh, how old are you? I'm uh, 42. Hey, I'm all right. 42, and this is, uh, to be honest, this is like the best birthday I've had in like, I don't know, freaking years. Yeah? Yo, yeah. Nice, man. Yeah, because I mean, every birthday, I don't I don't really celebrate it, you know, I'm just yeah. intentionally like, oh, no, forget, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to do anything, you know, and uh, yeah, no, today it's, I'm glad this landed on this, so. Oh, yeah. awesome. Good, yeah. good. Yeah. What else did you do? Anything? Oh, God, I had a uh, shit ton of Papaginos and. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, I had a um, Dairy Queen uh, strawberry cheese quake, uh, ice cream cake. I'm, I'm just here with my kid. I'm actually from uh, out near Worcester. And then uh, I come and visit my parents. I bring my kid and, uh, you know, his grandparents and everything. So we were just hanging out there playing video games and all that shit. Where are you from? I, uh, okay, so I was born in New York. And then I moved to Norwood when I was about four. And then uh, I grew up in Randolph oh, from okay. about five to 23 years old. And then uh, I, you know, made my way out to um, Worcester area, and uh, I lived out there. Got married, all that, all that shit. And then uh, I'm still ended up out there, you know. I used to so. live out there too. I oh, where about? I lived on like the Southbridge Charlton line. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I used to live on Rochdale Street in. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I used to live on Stafford Street in Rochdale. Oh. If you're familiar with that. Eh, it loosely, goes all loosely. the way. I mean, Stafford Street goes all the way down into Charlton. Like through Southbridge, right? Yeah, goes- yeah. Into Charlton. Yeah, I believe it even oh, goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, lived in yeah. Rosemead Apartments. They're okay. Like, I think right off Stafford, aren't they? Oh, okay. Are I'm not. Across from a gas station, it's like a. Yeah, I don't okay, know. Okay, yeah, something nice like place. that. It yeah. It's a nice place. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was pretty quiet. I unfortunately had a bad landlord. <laughs> yeah, that happens. I, yeah, you know, but um <laughs> I pretty much ended up out there. Nice. Um I wish I moved out back here though. I wish I was out here. Yeah. Up in this area. This is where I'm originally from. You know, all my friends are here and all that shit, but um I mean, one good thing is it's pretty freaking cheap out there. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot cheaper than it is out here. Yeah, it's kind of amazing how much cheaper it is. Yeah, yeah, for the time being, you know, because I know Worcester's building all sorts of bullshit apartments where it looks like, the, you know, the base rent's going to be like four grand, three uh, grand, four grand. I'm like, what are you kidding me? They've been doing a lot in that city, man. They're catering to people in Boston. Yeah. They're catering to, they want people from Boston to come out to that area. That makes sense. Yeah, you know, so that's ah, whatever, you know, what can you do? I used to work in uh, for Archive America. Okay. Uh, it was I delivered like medical records. It was um, okay. Went straight across from Funky Murphy's. Oh yeah, Funky there. Funky Murphy's. They had two locations now. They had Park Ave. Oh. Now now they're on uh, Pleasant Street. Oh really? They're in the ple- in the plaza where. Um, oh wait, dude. I'm sorry. You said Funky Murphy's. Yeah. Dude, Scruffy Murphy's. Um, oh yeah. F- Funky Murphy's was on uh, what Park Ave? No, that's uh, what the fuck street is that? It's like um. Where all the restaurants are, like the cho- not 111 Chop House. Oh, Shrewsbury uh, Street. Shrewsbury Street, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I yeah, go Union to I, Station. Or I drive whatever. there every day, dude. I drive by there every day. That's a that's a cool area. It was kind of <clears> like <throat> being like redone when I lived there. It's yeah. I mean, it's really it's really nice now. Yeah. It's really nice now. Uh, I remember about 15 years ago when I was first uh, going around that area. It was just uh, whatever. Right. You know, yeah. Just a yeah. Totally. Piece of Worcester, but now. It's, you know, <laughs> 
So my friend Jeff and I had a radio show on AM radio. Okay. Uh, right around the corner at WCRN. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no that was shit. like right across from him, like that turtle, that fucking statue that dude. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Turtle. He's humping the turtle, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? What are they doing out there? I don't dude? understand that statue. Yeah. No. At all. I don't get it. What's just fucking? It's a fucking mess. It's are an you? Place. Are you originally from here? Or yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. But you so you just lived out there for a little while. Yeah. 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 Former engagement. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what happened here. You know, I got married. You know, settled down. You know, headed out that way. I had a, uh, my girlfriend was from out that way. You know, got married. Pretty much ended up there nice. for a little while, and then uh, trying to work my way back. Got divorced. Trying to work my way back no. here. The last five years. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I get it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, it's it's pretty expensive out this way. Yeah, it is. It is, man. I hope. Uh, I don't know. I'm praying for the market to crash. <laughs> you know what, man? <sighs> Me, me too. No but offense to anyone that you know owns what? houses. Do you know what? Honestly, the, I think the only way it's going to crash now is if literally there's like some sort of an apocalypse. Yeah. Because uh, just in my, my opinion, of course, this is my opinion. You know, if there's a dude, uh, the way I, I honestly think uh, the market might be based on, you know, uh, uh, ways to make money. You know what? People yeah. say, oh, well, you can go on YouTube now. Mm. You can become a millionaire on YouTube. So we're not. No, the market's gonna stay like this. You know what? If you know if you can't afford it, no, just go 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 to YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. That's the way I. I'm fucked up. No, I mean it's not a stretch. I don't think that's a stretch. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. You know, I I really think uh, the market's not gonna change. You know, if people, oh, this I'm I'm waiting for this car, this price to go down, blah blah blah. Mm. I don't think that's ever gonna happen. Uh, Yeah. Just because of of the uh, what what what's uh, the the potential that you could do, you could become. An, an online star you could you could do that you could work two jobs the big thing sure. two jobs now yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah and it so would only it would yeah. help like perpetuate the two class system that they seem to be pushing right. exactly <laughs> exactly stop out the middle class <laughs> right exactly you know so be a fucking I'm, youtube star homeless <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah no seriously you know oh you want more money oh go film some guy pissing in the alley <laughs> you get a million fucking hits okay you know let me oh, let me go do that you know but honestly, it, it, there's a certain type of fucking piece of shit that gets to be a millionaire on fucking YouTube. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's definitely. my. You, you got to be a certain type of, you know, yeah. douchebag or whatever, or a girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Any girl can go on there, that's true. and she can get you know two million views. Yeah, they yeah. That's how it is. Yeah, especially you know, she, if they're down to show her bum hole. Yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I so. thought about showing my butthole on OnlyFans. I don't know. Don't do it. I feel like I, I got too much class. <laughs> You'll get turned around at the gate to heaven if you go on OnlyFans. Oh. <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> Damn. So yeah. Hey, uh, now back to the show too. Our returning champion, Dan. Dan Lawsey. Dan's in the band too. Fucking form Voltron. Beyond the Six Seal, along with Terrence, right? What? You guys? No, what? I'm not in no. that. No, I knew I I knew them back in the day, but no. oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my shit was This is up. me and Dan's first... Band together? Yeah, yeah, first band together, yeah. For those who don't know, Dan's also in Branch Davidian, Medjugorje, and a whole Bro- other slew of He's this guy. Exanguination. You, you can, this you can plug them. Brian's <laughs> um, trying to ex- say, Exanguination just released their album. Dan, do you want to plug that yeah, real quick? Yeah, I'll help you out. Exanguination is me with the Beyond the Six Seals. Thank you. Si- six Seal guys, that's what you're trying to say. Thank that's you. what you were I'm thinking, Brian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you just released a new album. Yeah, it's out. It's everywhere. Burial rights. The burial rights is out. It's sick. Exanguination's headed this way in a few weeks, I think. A couple weeks. 
So we'll do that interview as well. Fuck yeah. yeah we got a little swarm of bands going around here. I know. Building. Yeah, it's good, man. You it's and good. me got something going on. We're all yeah. connected here. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it is. It's good, man. I we, yeah. We've had so many different different bands on here, too, of all different genres, which is great. And you were a big help with that. And it's awesome. Yeah. So thank I, you. Yeah, Jamal's out here. Forming decoys. Yeah. Yeah. He's out there shooting a music video. Yeah. I put him How is he doing it right now? I, he was when I got here. Oh, Kevin, nice. I put him and Kyle like, in touch with each other. That was my idea. Oh, like, that's dude, awesome. you got to talk to this dude, Kyle. I think he could probably. Yeah. And there they are, walking around filming a video. That's fucking awesome. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, will, Kyle Benaki will also be returning. Yeah. yeah. For those who don't know, or, yeah, for those who don't know, Kyle is a filmographer, uh, music director, uh, a talented motherfucker, that guy. Yeah. Back to you, gentlemen. <laughs> Hello. I, I headed you. You were going to say something, and yeah. I was like, ah, return no. a champion. <laughs> Do you know what I was going to say? I was going to say I kind of like to go off on tangents. I'm a little bit. Do it. You know what I'm saying? I just want to let everybody know that. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? If we talk about a topic, away, all of a sudden I'm like, ah, blah, 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 this and that. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's just how I, I just want to let you guys that's know. Good. Well, you were yeah. saying you, you were born in New York. Yeah, yeah, West Point. When did, uh, when did the music start? All right, dude. Hold on. I'm sorry. All right, here we go. I'm sorry. All when right, we're good. The, when did the music start with you? The like, music? What got you into it? Yeah. Okay, check it out. So let's sit back, relax. Take us back, dude. Yes. Um, let me tell you a story. All right, so anyways, um, you know, kid growing up in uh, Randolph, Massachusetts, uh, you know, just listen to whatever's on the radio. You know, nothing special. Uh, I guess I liked uh, <laughs> back then, I don't know, Marky Mark, Funky Bunch, Donna Summer, all that shit. But then things got a little bit out of hand when... Uh, I saw the first ACDC video. It was on like Beavis and Butthead or something like that. Nice. I remember it was Beavis. And, do you know what it was? It wasn't even when Beavis and Butthead had a show yet. It was Beavis and Butthead, and they were like superimposed into the ground, uh, into the crowd, at the Dunning, the live at Dunnington, ACDC live at Dunnington. <laughs> it was just this funny little music video, and Beavis and Butthead were going like da, da na na, da na na. You know, obviously they're playing Back in Black. Yeah. I was ten years old. And I'm like, that's my shit. Nice. I'm like, that's that fucking right there. That spoke, that was the only shit. That fucking, that did it for me, right? <laughs> so I'm like ACDC, Angus Young. I start playing guitar around like 12, uh, 12 13 or so. Ow. Then I started getting into, uh, you know, metal bands. You know, I had a buddy. He was he liked Guns N' Roses. He liked Alice in Chains. We would hang out, listen to them at shit on his fucking boombox. Play fucking Street Fighter 2. And, uh, Beautiful. yeah, dude, it was, you know, and then, um, you know, Alice Cooper, here comes Alice Cooper, you know, he was on, uh, he was in Wayne's world. He did feed my Frankenstein, which yeah, still today dude. I fucking listen to, dude. I love that. Scene. Um, all, all these fucking songs that we all forgot or everyone forgets. I still fucking listen to them. Nice. Like when I, I put Dan, remember I put on, uh, I put black lodge on by anthrax. Dan was like, I fucking forgot about this song, dude. <laughs> He's like, this is like a fucking sick song. Um, anyways, so yeah, there you go. Young teenager listening to that shit. All of a sudden, I pop in Slayer. I'm like, all right. Oh, boy. I'm like, I can't fucking. I saw Slayer on <laughs> Headbangers Ball one night. The uh, Seasons in the Abyss. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, this is fucking, this is it. This is it. <laughs> Slayer, Seasons in the Abyss. So I went out. I bought um, the album, Seasons in the Abyss, on tape. <laughs> fucking listened to it every night for like years, years. It put me to sleep like every night. Uh, slowly got into Morbid Angel. Carcass, then you got Deicide, stuff like that, death metal. Yeah. You know, um, that's that's where I so started. So the heavier the music you heard, you were yeah. like, you liked it more and yeah, more. Yeah, yes, exactly, yeah. You know, and then uh, Cannibal Corpse and, uh, you know, shit like that. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, here I am, 18 years old, 
And I'm like, yeah, let me fucking, let me go hang out, you know, with these guys. Um, uh, Brendan, Dan, uh, Brendan from Beyond the Six. Well, he used to be in Beyond the Six Seal. At that time, yeah. he was in Beyond the Six well, Seal. He was from, he was from Randolph. Me and okay. Brendan, me and Brendan went to high school. Um, and then, so he was like, and Brendan's the drummer of Exanguination. Yeah, he's the right drummer. Now. He's the current drummer of right. Exanguination. Brendan used to work at Newbury Comics at the Five Corners in Braintree. Mm. So I used to go hang out there all the time. I knew he worked there. And he was like, dude, you should come to our practice space some night, you know? Because I was like, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. I wish I was in a band. I wish I could do something. He was like, come to our practice space. So I hung out with them for a little while. And then right across the way was Ross. It was Gene. It was Dave. It was Seth. And they were a band. Uh, they were at that time, dude. This was December 1999. And this is Priority Music and This Hanson. is Priority Music yeah. and Hanson. That yeah. fucking portal to you hell. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Did yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. If I was a dick, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you weren't. I, okay. And it was, uh, we, just a couple times, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wh- I was in Chasing Tomorrow. We were just a punk band that oh. practiced up there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah and I, uh, with Scott Smith for a little while. Yeah, yeah, Scott Smith. So sure, I was yeah, always yeah. in and out of the different rooms. Oh, yeah. okay. I say if I was a dick, I'm sorry, because back then I was a dick. Nah, I, not to me anyway. Yeah. Not that I can recall. <laughs> okay. So um, I started hanging out with those boys. Now, uh, they were in a band called in thy veins okay and uh so they were hanging out they were writing some crazy shit they're death metal and i'm like oh this is awesome and then uh soon after i joined as a bass player but then and then soon became a guitar player in that band and then it became vengeance and blood okay in in 2000 the year 2000 so the main the main it was me and then gene and then seth we were Vengeance in Blood, and we were a three-piece for, like, a year and a half. We could not find a fucking bass player. Um, did that for until about May of 2001, and then I was like, all right, I'm kind of sick of doing this. You know, we're not getting anywhere. Uh, so then me and Seth started Ascendancy in 2000, the summer of 2001. So I wrote a bunch of songs. And then me and him were just practicing at his parents' house basement in Randolph. So, and we did that. And then, I mean, Ascendancy was somewhat, you know, somewhat moderately successful uh, for a death metal band in, in the area, you know. Yeah. Um, so we did that from about 2001 to 2005. I mean, there's many stories with that band. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? There's just, because here's the thing. I have somewhat of a, I have a fucking really good memory. Uh, it's almost photographic. Uh, you know, I mean, I, could, I, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, this fucking happened, that fucking happened. <laughs> but uh, it, it, was, it was awesome. It was a good experience. We played like 200 shows in the span of... Wow. Yeah, dude. We toured South America. Um, wow. It was a good run. It was a good run. And then, you know what? We we're about to tour Europe in 2006. Mm. And then that fucking fell apart. And then I'm like, I, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this sucks. Uh, I'm like, that sucks. And then already I was feeling kind of shitty around that time. I was really, I was starting to get like really depressed. And then wondering, uh, do I even want to do this? You know, I, I bust yeah. my ass because I worked so hard uh, for all those years to, you know, fucking to get us a show. We played like three shows a week, dude. Um, like I said, it, you know, we were having sl- some slight success. Yeah, yeah. Uh, put out an album in 2004. 
Uh, we recorded it at New Alliance, which it used to be in Boston. Yep. It was in 2004 at that what time. What was that album called? That was called Rise of a Dead Empire. Can you find that anywhere? I have it. Oh, I no. have it. It's not on anything. I have them. I have all the CDs in there, dude. They're still sealed. Oh, you should release They're that still shit, fucking sealed. I think about it. Yeah. I think about it. I have a fucking box full of t-shirts perfect conditioned nice that we you know didn't sell we made all this stuff at the end of 2004 and we brought and i disbanded yeah everything in uh may of uh april i'm sorry 2005 our last show with cryptopsy oh wow at the uh the bomb shelter in new hampshire holy shit back then yeah there was a place called the bomb shelter and uh that was a pretty fucking that was a decent venue. I had a couple good bands coming through there, so. Wow. Um, that's that. And then, you know what, dude? I took a... F- <laughs> and this was... I, I stopped doing music. I quit that, and then uh, I actually started fixing guitars and amplifiers and selling them on eBay. Right. And um, I did that for, like, 10 years, dude, the whole while. <laughs> and deep, like, I'm like, I want to do music. Sure. You know, <laughs> um... I t- like, but honestly, dude, I was fucked up. You know, for, I was so young. <clears throat> Even still, when I quit the band, I was 23. When I disbanded, I was 23. Wow. That's some people's fucking people start at 23. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I quit, and uh, you know, I could have fucking, I could have done so much shit. Could have been a contender. Oh yeah, I could have been a fucking contender. <laughs> exactly, dude. You know, fucking. Oh yeah. Um, that's so, wild, man. Yeah. yeah, no, that's young. That is yeah. young to already yeah, dude, be at yeah. that to be at that stage. Right, yeah. yeah. So then uh all right, so then let's jump fourteen years later. Now what happened in those fourteen years? Just like I'm saying, just living life. I'm just a guy. And you know what, dude? I fucking regret I fucking dropped everybody. I left. I fucking stopped talking to Dan. I stopped talking to everybody, dude. Was that a part of your depression? Yeah. 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 I didn't know who I was. Sure. Do you know what I'm saying? I do, yeah. It's uh um <clears throat> it was really bad, dude. I thought that just oh just you know what, dude, you're never gonna make it. You're never gonna fucking you're not you're in a band. You know what I'm saying? What are you what are you you, you know what I'm saying? It's it's hard mm. to so I'm like well It's a mind fuck, the whole yeah. music thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, because dude, if you know, at that time we I mean, we were having some pretty good success and I'm like, Yeah, this is rolling pretty good and then Dude, just shit just fucking dropped like a rock. Do you sure. know what I'm saying? Like I said, depression, and then the tour falling through, yeah. <clears throat> and then, um, like I said, those ten years I sold guitars and all that shit. I tried to, actually, that was my sole business. That was my sole income. I stayed. I fucking sold guitars. That's and, pretty incredible. Yeah, no, I was. You know, some people thought it was a fucking joke. Some people thought it was fucking silly, but I was fucked, dude. dude. I was. <laughs> it was paying the bills. Fuck you yeah. know, some people talk shit about that's that's another thing. I broke up the band, here comes the shit talk left and right, dude. Yeah. You know, you go on Return of the Pit. Oh, here comes everybody. Oh, this, blah, oh, blah, blah, no. making fun of me. You know what I'm oh. saying? Fucking people talking trash. I'm like, oh, whatever. Whatever. Go fuck. Fuck go yeah. fuck yourself. I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> so Well, they don't um, know, right? I mean, they're not it's not inside, they're from the outside. Right, it's yeah, all yeah, ob- exactly. It's all fucking objective. Yeah, right, whatever. yeah, yeah, you know. Or subjective, um, right? Yeah, you know, they see that I'm selling shit, you know, and they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. People whatever. love kicking people when they're fucking, you Absolutely. Know, doing something they, that they want to do. Exactly. People exactly. like to kick you when you're down and when they see that's that it. you're actually making strides. That's it, Kevin. They're like, fuck yeah. Kevin, that's it. Oh, yeah, that I mean, happens that's, all the time. I mean, that's right on the, that's fucking, there you go. You speak my language, you know, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So, um, to, uh, 2018. All right, so like I said, I'm doing all this. I'm trying to 
be a regular person trying to, you know, just start a business, blah, blah, make money, live in an apartment, you know, get married, get fucking divorced, and then, you know, get a girlfriend. And then here I am, 2018. I start fucking... 20, 2017. I start fucking shaking one day. Having a fucking panic attack. It all fucking... Fuck. Dude, it built up. Sure. For uh, 13 some years. What was that? 13, 14 years. Mm. I'm like... Because deep, deep with, I'm like, I wanted to be, I wanted to do, so I needed to do something. I did needed. you know right away when it was happening or did you find out and you were like, that's what that is? You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, know what? I mean? Yeah, no, it took a little bit. I'm like, it took a little while to try to figure out well, what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And that happened on my fucking 36th birthday. No By the way, I'm sorry. I sw- I, dude, I swear so much. So, you know, that's don't not. Don't worry about it. I fucking <laughs> swear all day. No worries. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, um, anyway. 36 on my 36th fucking birthday I had a fucking panic attack. I'm in the car I just went I just went grocery shopping whatever right yeah I'm like this dude I'm like what the fuck I fucking start crying I, I started fucking crying uh-huh. in the car I'm like, I'm like this is nothing I'm like what the fuck I'm like what am I what did give me a break yeah yeah and uh, I pulled over pulled over the fuck, you know I'm like there's something wrong you know I so I fucking go home I'm like I fucking walk in uh, my wife's there she's and I'm like I'm fucked up. I'm like, there's something wrong. I'm like, there's something wrong. She's like, all right. So I called out of work. Um, anyways, long story short, a year later, okay? So I, I just fucking, I'm like, whatever, whatever, you know? A fucking year later, dude, I'm driving to work, and I fucking start screaming, okay? I fucking start screaming. Now, it takes me half an hour to get to work. I fucking screamed and fucking cried and fucking punched the fucking steering wheel mm-hmm. punched the fucking ceiling of my car mm. I am fucking going nuts dude yeah. I'm like the fucking Hulk and uh, if, <laughs> you know if, if I had been in public I would have been shot Yeah. you know what I'm saying sure. uh, arrested yeah. started a fu- I would have started a fucking riot yeah. um, so then I'm like there's something wrong so then I start going getting help you know, I'm, sure. I'm like, I need, yeah. I need a therapist. Mm-hmm. Therapist said that, okay, you, you had, you had a full on nervous breakdown. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so that's what that is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so I've just, you know, kept all this shit pent Thank up. Thank God you were able to like, you know, diagnose it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, you know, must've helped a little bit because I described it to her, yeah. to my therapist. I'm like, what the fuck was that? I was like, I had shit. I had some panic. I'm like, some shit where I start crying. I'm like, can't breathe. Mm. She's like, that's okay. She was like, an, a, a, she was like a panic attack, an anxiety attack. It's the same fucking thing. She says same thing. You can't fucking breathe. Yeah. Feel like you're having a fucking heart attack. Panic. That's an attack. <sighs> Let's call that an attack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She goes, yeah. you fucking scream. She goes, you wanted to kill somebody. She said, you, that's that's the nervous breakdown. That's what, that was your breakdown. Mm. That was it. So you said you were about. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. Go ahead. So you were about thirty six when that happened. Yeah, yeah. When about thirty six, thirty seven. Yeah, that That's was about bad, when that shit happened. I've, was, I've heard that. Yeah. like it happens into your thirties. That was a bad time because I was injured for two years straight. I couldn't walk. Oh wow. Uh, I couldn't walk correctly. In really? twenty eighteen, something fucking happened. Uh, I okay. So let me slightly go into. Now, uh, I was a kid. I started. Powerlifting, as a fucking kid, 12, 13, 14. Wow, really? <laughs> I joined the fucking wrestling team. Holy shit. I was 17, dude. And you know what? Just from those years, just from ages 10 
to 17, I fucking probably had about six injuries. Wow. Where sp- all fucking spine injuries. And do you know what? Ooh. I was a fucking kid. Yeah. I fucking brushed it. You could brush it off. Sure. At that age, you can say, oh, just, I pulled a muscle in my back. Right. Oh, I pulled a muscle. Just going, oh, yeah, a week later, you fly. That's always how the first spinal injuries are. Mm. Oh, yeah. You, you, if you listen to Ronnie Coleman, you listen to famous bodybuilders, or yeah, you wrestlers, all these prof- athletes, whatever. Oh, they're all oh, fucked yeah. up, man. They're like, you know, oh, yeah, my first, my first time, it was a little funny. Something funny happened in my back. Uh. This doll, they, they all say that. Oh, yeah, I, something funny happened in my back. It went away in about a week. That's your fucking, that's your disc coming out mm. for the first time, oh, okay? No. no, that disc. Now, here's the problem. Here's the problem. And I learned this. I unfortunately learned this the hard way because there were times in my life I thought I was fucking healed. There was, I had a fucking neurosurgeon in 2011. He was like, it looks like your fucking spine's healing up, kid. He's like, look, we looked at my MRI. I've had four MRIs in, from 2010 to, 20, uh, to 2021. Okay. Guys, I'm sorry. Guys, if you want to like throw, I'm totally just sitting. No, you're good. You're <laughs> you good, know, man. This is this is what I'm talking about. I just like to talk. I like to fucking talk. Well, don't stop there. No, no, I hear yeah, you. Yeah. All right, let's no, fucking end the show. All no right. judgment. No, just no judgment, man. So, anyways, I can actually relate to a lot of what you're saying too. It good. Will, and that can fuck with your temperament, man. Like yeah. back problems, and if that's somewhere where you're going that, with this, that sure. yeah, absolutely. Uh, this fucking. So I saw the neurosurgeon. He's yeah. like, looks like your fucking spine's healing up there, guy. He's like, see these? You see your discs? They're rounding out. He's like, that's good. He's like, now here's the thing. Now the cell, your body is constantly healing itself. Whatever ailment you have, you are constantly healing. I learned I fucking sat there for fucking months. Now in my life, I've been injured for years, an accumulation of years because of my spine. We are all constantly healing from whatever is ailing us. And... This, you know, what he said, see, your spine, he's like, your, your discs that came out, he said, they're rounding out. You're looking good. I fucking went, dude. I hit the fucking gym. Uh, oh, fuck. I yeah, hit that I fucking you. gym. Celebrate. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, fucking, <laughs> dude. I'm back, baby. Here you go. Yeah, I'm back. And then fucking 2015. And then uh, 2015, I fucking hurt myself again. Oh, no. All right. Same thing. I was in bed for a month. Dude, something happened in fucking 2018. I don't know if it was a spine. And the fucking doctor just kept saying it was muscular in nature. And I'm like, this is just something fucking wrong. I saw this fucking doctor for a year and a half. I saw him three fucking times. And he kept saying the same fucking thing. And uh, shame on me. I should have gone and fucking seen another doctor. Yeah, I was too fucking opinion. Yeah, I was too fucking scared. He was like, he was like you know, uh, we, can, we can get you some uh, physical therapy. Go get physical therapy. Dude, I can't fucking walk. I can't fucking walk. You want me to go to St. Vincent's in Worcester? He's like, you want me to fucking walk around that fucking place to a physical therapy? No, I can't fucking do it. Mm. So anyways, regardless of all that, I was fucking injured, dude. And I think that totally fucked me up. Oh, I'm sure it did. My man. brain, yeah. I still I still feel like I have not recovered mentally from those uh, 10 years of injuries, of spine yeah. injuries. So, but that's yeah. I mean, that's traumatic. Oh, that's dude, traumatic. it it is the worst shit, and it brings you to the worst place. Mm. This fucking last injury I had, twenty twenty December twenty twenty. So not that long ago. Yeah, exactly, right? exactly. This is the fucking worst one. Okay. During COVID. I, 
Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. man. No, no, no. It's okay. No, dude. Fucking December of 2020. Here I am, right? I think it all happened when I was trying to... Um, I was at my ex-wife's house uh, taking the uh, AC out. and Because uh, the fucking thing was just sitting there for fucking months. Taken out, right? And I think I did something then. But, you know, I didn't immediately, immediately feel it. Yeah. Because it was a pretty fucking heavy thing. But check it out. Months later... I go in the shower one night, right? I do a couple stretches. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling kind of good. Dude, I come out of the shower. Something fucking happened. Something happened. I don't know if I reached. I don't know if I reached too far to wash my back or whatever, dude. Something fucking happened. And I was on the floor for two months. I am not kidding. I am not exaggerating. My girlfriend had to sit, and she had to pull the mattress out of the fucking bedroom. And fucking set me up in the living room so I could watch TV for two months straight. Shit. Yeah. So that was fucking... And that that was in the middle of me trying to write new music. So I had all these... So in 2018, like I said, you know, kind of jumping back a little bit. I had this fucking injury that fucking shattered my existence, dude. Oh, man. Okay. So... In 2019, I could walk a little bit better. Uh, Were you taking any meds? No, dude, no, no, no meds. No, I wasn't taking any, like, whatever, you know. Yeah. I wasn't taking any. Because the doctor was just, you know, prescribing uh, fucking the 500s. Dude, you're lucky then. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's that's the horror story right there. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Especially in the South Shore. Well, I'm telling (laughs) you something. You know what? Let me jump. Let me yeah. Op- opioids, dude. Yeah, they don't even fucking do a thing for me. Some people they don't. Yeah, and I've heard that they fucking do nothing. They just make me tired. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so tw- here comes 2019. I'm like, I got, I have to fucking do. I got, I got to do something. Mm. I bought a shitty guitar. I bought a $200 Jackson, which I still have. 20, it's 2019. I bought a fucking Jackson JS32 seven-string. My first seven-string ever. I always played six-string. I buy that fucking thing. Right off the bat, dude. In like two weeks, I belted out two songs. Right, there. Two, two, two of our songs. That's beautiful. I'm like, I got to fucking do something. Yeah. And you know what, dude? Fucking here comes the feeling of euphoria. 20, 2019. Yeah. Here comes the feeling of euphoria, and I'm like, well, like, this is it. I'm like, you fucking, you had your time off. Yeah. You had 14 years off. This is it. A lot of you misery, know, a lot of tr- misery in that yeah. 14 years. You tried, you tried to fucking work. You tried to fucking make money. You fucking tried to have your own business. You failed, you motherfucker. You know, you tried this. You tried weightlifting. You tried fucking, I tried bodybuilding again in 2014. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I tried all this shit, dude, and it fucking, it didn't fucking work like it did when I fucking wrote those two songs in, like, one day. (laughs) So, there you have it. And then I fucking went, I got on fucking Reverb, and I bought a fucking Mesa Boogie Road King amplifier. I I went to fucking New York City to pick this thing up. I bought the amp with a 4x12. There you have it, dude. That was wow. the beginning of what I'm doing now. That's beautiful. That's how it started. It's, That's fucking inspiring, it all man. St- thank you. It all yeah. started as a mental health 
project. I, it it helped. I started this for my mental health. Yeah. Only. Dude, we often talk about music being therapy on this show. Yeah, we exactly. I needed yeah. extreme therapy. Mm. And that's what it was. And, and, and that's what helped me. And then so came I'm Not Dead Yet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I wrote these couple of songs. I bought some. Like I said, I bought this fucking big setup. You know, I bought an amp with a fucking 4x12 Mesa. I always loved Mesa stuff uh, back in the day. I yeah, used to yeah. sell a lot of Mesa uh, when I had my business. Yeah. And uh, there you have it, dude. I, I dicked around on it, fucking rocked out. It was pretty good sounding amp. I couldn't get the fucking, I couldn't get the crushing fucking tone I want, like I have today. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I wrote these couple of songs. I bought a shitty, No, you know, it wasn't shitty. I bought a synthesizer, a Korg, yeah. and uh, dude, it was fucking perfect. I wrote uh, the first song. It's called No Firmament. Yeah. I yeah. put that together, it's dude. It's a good song. I put that together. Here comes the fucking euphoria, dude. Just like I fucking used to have when I, I had the fucking feeling of euphoria. It was back, dude. Like I never had, like never before. It was like I had been in the fucking gym for two hours. Wow. Dude, let me, t- I'm wow, going to throw, I'm going to throw dude. this down. Throw this down. I fucking, all right, so in my, like, when I was bodybuilding, right, I, and I am so proud of this, I could fucking throw, I threw up, one, one day I went to the fucking gym, I'm like, this is it, like, this is my fucking day, dude, I fucking put 235 pounds on that fucking thing, I lifted that motherfucker 12 times in a row, okay, that's (laughs) how strong, yeah, dude, I was fucking real, I was, I was fucking, I don't know, I couldn't tell you who I look like, I don't even, but I fucking threw that thing up, dude. I fucking sat there. I'm like, yep. That's no joke. Man. I waited. 35, 12 times. Yep. That's I no waited joke, two man. fucking minutes. Two minutes, look around. I fucking did it again. <laughs> and you know what? These fucking guys right over here, right in the bench next to me, they tried to fucking do it. They tried, They put on 235. I saw him. Yeah. I saw him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you fuckers came. They did it six times. Couldn't even do it again. I'm like, fuck you. So that feeling was writing these songs. Hell that yeah. was that same fucking euphoric dude. And that just, the brain just fucking loved it. The brain was like, this is what you need. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. Because the, the brain is fucked up. Mm-hmm. The brain, I learned, wants you to be fucked up. The brain is addicted to what you are already doing. Yeah. I learned this in therapy. Sure. This woman, this, she, was, she was a decent therapist. Right. I can't say she was the best guy. I only had I only had I only had three. I only had three. Right. And it was funny. So I don't know. I only had three. <laughs> he knows the story between me and him. It was about a therapist. It's funny. No. I had fucking three therapists. This this woman was great. She, right off the bat. She's like, I want you to watch this video. Just a YouTube video. Some doctor dude comes on. He's like, he's like, you know, I'm Dr. So-and-so and uh, blah, blah, blah. Here's the, you know, having problem. You're depressed. Blah, blah. You're doing the same thing. You're doing whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Nothing helps. But he's like, watch this. He's like. Your brain's addicted to pretty, pretty much negative negativity. Your brain is addicted to what you're already doing. You, your brain doesn't fucking want you to do something different. Mm, right? Yeah, that's the mind. Okay? Yeah. Now, I don't know if you guys... I don't know if you ever saw The Watchmen on HBO. No. The series The Watchmen, right? This is fucking awesome. Not the movie. Not the com- it's the comic. You know The Watchmen? Yeah. In, in that series, they have a drug called Nostalgia. And you take that fucking drug and you relive your memories and you just sit. Some people go in a coma in, you know, on the TV show. They're like, yeah. they're just like this. And they're just reliving all these horrible 
fucking memories. The brain loves that. Uh, and I'm like, this is fucked up. The mind is a fucker. It man. really is, dude. Yeah. You are not your you, mind. I forget who said that, but you oh, okay. are not your mind. Okay, interesting. You know, because that's yeah. the battle that we always fight is yeah. our mind. Like, along with what you're saying. Sure. I don't mean to head you off. No, no, no. It's okay. You have to fucking break out of that. You have to fucking, you have to break that fucking cycle. Well, it's like if you go out jogging or if you're going like to put up a lot of weight that you haven't put before. The first yeah. thing your mind says yeah. is don't, fucking stop. Don't, don't do it. Yeah, don't you're gonna, do it. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you know what, dude? It's, e- it's even as simple. You know what, Kevin? <laughs> even fucking today, I'm sitting there at home and I'm like, I fucking need to do something. I need to be productive today. Mm. Let me be productive today. And you know what? My fucking brain is like, just sit. You're cool. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. sit, play Mortal Kombat. You did that last night for fucking three hours. Play Mortal Kombat. Uh-huh. You learned a whole bunch of new fucking brutalities there, guy. <laughs> All right? <laughs> some fucking more brutalities. Fuck yeah, I'm dude. like, fuck you, motherfucker. didn't come out till later. That must have been fatalities. Mortal no, he's talking oh, about now. Mortal Kombat. Oh, Mortal okay. Kombat 11. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so, oh, okay. Like today. I just fucking... Bo- I, by the way, I'm living in the They past. went back to one. Yes, they did. Yes. Based, yes, based on the ending of uh, the first Mortal... Uh, I'm sorry. Based on the ending of Mortal Kombat 11. Sorry, guys. That's a spoiler. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you should know your shit. Yeah. If you're fucking playing Mortal Kombat... Fuck, yeah. So, uh... But yeah, your mind is saying, no, your sit mind, here, play fucking Mortal Kombat, dude. Dude, you played this shit. You gotta fuck... You fucking rip that dude's head off. You learn that fucking new brutality. Do it again. Do that all night. Do that all day, buddy. I'm like, no, fuck you. Yeah. I picked up my guitar. You got to pick up that fucking guitar. Yeah. You know, you got to pick up whatever. You got to do this. You got to do that. Mm. Go to the fucking store. Go fucking whatever. You got to do something. Yes. That's what I have to do. And that's what I learned. Mm. You can't just... I sat around for 14 years trying to run my business. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When the business fucking failed. Oh, well, let me go fucking do what's easy. Easy money. Deliver pizza. That's what I did. Sure. It was good money, too. And still, you know what? It still is good money. It's still, yeah, it can be. People like to shit. You know, all all this fucking shit about, like, moving. When you see, oh, the pizza guy's here. Domino's all. Fuck him. (laughs) Fuck that guy. You know, don't flame the door in his fucking face. Oh, let a fucking firecracker in his fucking car. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I've been a fucking pizza guy, all right, for, like, ten years. I fucking... You know what, man? I mean, it's... I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I make fucking thirty bucks an hour. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, yeah you know, dude, I so it. it's fucking good shit. And like I said, dude, uh, that's the story. Yeah. For I'm not dead yet. Mm. And um, did you come up with that name too? Yes. That's great. I was just gonna segue into that. Yeah. Um, here I am, right? It's 2018, and I'm like, I, okay, I'm, I'm, I need to get back into music. I'm like, I need to, you know, if I'm writing music. You know what I'm saying? If I want to write music, this was before I bought all the equipment and shit. I'm like, let me let me start talking to some other people because I started getting that feeling. I'm like, let me talk to a couple people that are still in, in bands and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I reached out to an old friend. He was a bass player in Ascendancy. He made it. No, when I say, okay, when I say made it, He's on a band from Metal Blade Records. Okay, because okay, we don't make a death metal, but you're not going to make it. Cannibal Corpse made it. Yeah, Do you know I, what I'm saying? there's definitely like, different, different levels of making sure, it. Sure, right. He's probably content. Yeah, probably yeah. happy doing what he's doing. Yeah. That's, that's so, making it. <laughs> yeah, so he got on... Uh, he, uh, Metal Blade, he, shit. Yeah, he got on Metal Blade. Yeah. Uh, they did great. They recently broke... It's Abnormality was the band. And um, I reached out to him, talked to him. He actually had a podcast, too. I don't think he does it anymore. Um, anyways, 
I was talking to him. I'm like, Josh, what's the climate like? What's music like? Tell me. Tell me your story. Tell me your band. Tell me your stories. Yeah. He went on tour to Europe. He went on four tours. He, he toured the U.S. He toured Europe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we sat for hours and talked and talked. And then um, I was just like, all right, yeah. You know, I, I just kind of want to get back into it. He was like, there's a lot of the same people. I'm like, what? 20 fucking years? He goes, they're still around. I go, no shit. He's like, well, this guy's in a band. This guy's in a band. This guy's a total fucking right-wing asshole now. This guy's a fucking Trump guy. I'm like, holy shit, really? So I'm like, these people are fucking still around. So I go, and you know what? I finally write my songs. I finally, I finally have a song. I go to publish it, you know, on YouTube. <clears throat> I go to put it on YouTube. I start a Facebook. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to call it? I did it right there like that. <clears throat> this wasn't anything I had in my head. I said, you know what? All these fucking people, they're still around. I'm not fucking dead yet either. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I go on there. <clears throat> There's these people, you know, like I said, they're still around. They've been doing bands for 20 years. I'm like, they'll probably see me. And they'll be like, that dude's not dead yet. I'm like, you know what? You're fucking right. I'm not fucking dead yet. Fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> so that's that's what I did. That's what I called it. I'm not dead yet. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. a good fucking story. So man. it's like if, you know, if somebody knew me from 20-some, 15-some years ago, yeah. you know, like I said, I was an asshole back then. <laughs> I had an ego. I did develop an ego at some, you know. A lot of us did back then. Sure. Man. You know, so I can just see people, you know. Dude's still around. Oh, fuck that. He's, he's not dead yet. Like, that's right, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so that's um, that's pretty much it. And uh, I just, you know, I'm just still continue to write. Yeah. You know, it's not, I write when I can. Just you know, I write when I can because, you know, I got a kid, mm-hmm. you know, um, got a, you know, job. I just, honestly, I just started working again. I didn't work because of the injury. I was collecting disability. Mm. I just fucking started a new job. So, that's, I mean, that's, that's what's going on. You sound like you're in a good place. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, better than, you know, better than five years ago, four years ago. Yeah. Maybe, you know, dude, honestly, better than a few months ago. I don't know. Hell yeah. You know, I mean, you, I just got to keep chugging along. Mm. You know, we just released a new song in April. And that fucking, I couldn't fucking believe how many people uh, viewed that, listened to it, whatever you want. Because I don't know who's real. You know, you go on YouTube, you wonder if there's fucking bots. Sure. Are these fucking bots listening? <laughs> yeah. Is it fake? I don't know, but I mean, it got some really good hits. And then Spotify, you know, everything, it, it did pretty well. I was really surprised. I just expected it to just get like, you know, a few, uh, a, you know, a few dozen listens the first day, mm-hmm. you know, which, which, you know, the, the other songs did. And then it eventually got up to a thousand. It got 800 views in two days, which I'm like, holy shit. That's fantastic. I'm like, for a death bed, for an unknown, mm. unadvertised, I, you know, not pushed, not anything. <laughs> you yeah. just put it up there on YouTube. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck. That's like, that's like if, if somebody, like either a record label pushed it in one day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you totally. had a little bit of help from a record label. Totally. Or help from, you know, a, a good group of of friends are like listen to this listen to this listen to this you yeah, know what I'm saying yeah <clears throat> so I, I think right now it's you know it's down to like it's at like a thousand now which is still I can't believe it. I sit there I go on YouTube I see 1k views I'm like fucking thousand people yeah I'm like how the fuck did that happen yeah. I'm like I didn't even tell anybody <laughs> I'm like nobody fucking listen to this shit yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. so 
It's beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah. And people will stop putting it in their playlists. And I, yeah, yeah. I hope. I hope so. Yeah. You know, and you know what? Either way, either way, this is just all mental health for me. How's the show's been going? The you guys have been playing dude? a lot. I know that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, the last show we played was in Hull. That was our fucking greatest performance yet. At the Sino? The Sino. Okay. That was our best performance. Right That's on. where things really fucking opened up. Because you know what? I fucking set up a show back in April. And this fucking show was fucking mint, dude. Fucking. This place was fucking packed. And I fucking, I lost my fucking voice. I was sick. Yeah. I got sick like a month prior to the show. Mm-hmm. Me, when I get sick, I'm sick. I lose my voice. I cough yeah. for weeks and weeks after. Yeah. Dude, I was sick. So I sounded like this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, I, I told Brian. I told Brian was there. Brian, I'm like, I'm like dude, I'm like, I sounded like dick. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, but that, it was such a good turn. I was really fucking surprised. It was such a good turnout. And then me and Brian were like bummed. This was that the Yangtze. The Yangtze, yeah, April yeah. 14th. Brian was like, fuck, dude. Brian dropped the sticks, I think. Oh, yeah. I recorded that. It's on the Rumble That's channel. Right. Yes, exactly. You put my snare mic on. Yeah, it, yeah. But you didn't yeah. put it in title up, and it fell on my yeah, snare Yeah, I fucked. I was a sound guy. <laughs> I, was I was a sound guy in that. And then, uh, so... It was kind of a bummer of a show. It kind of yeah. wasn't the best. Yeah. Well, a good crowd. I mean, we right. play our best show. You know, it was a good crowd. But um, like I said, me and Brian were like, all right, redemption is the C note. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're going to fucking tear it up. We didn't practice for that show either. That was another right. thing. Yeah, right, yeah. And then... Um, the we, next show, we practiced like five times maybe. Yeah, yeah, you know? sure, yeah, absolutely. And then so. I came up with a new set list. The new set list helped mm-hmm. a lot. It flows better. Yeah. You know, songs with, go right into each other. With the new song. With the new song. And then nice. fucking tore it up. Uh, people came up to us yeah. at the end of the C note, and they were like, dude, they were like, you're a three-peat. Like, they were like, that sounded fucking huge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's such a great compliment. Yeah, to yeah. Trio. <laughs> absolutely. You know, Sarah Sarah is a friend of Dan's, and uh, she comes out to the shows, and she was like, you guys, she was like, what the fuck? She was like, you guys fucking sounded incredible. I'm like, oh, Jesus, thank you. I'm like, that's that's great, you know? That's so you That's it, fantastic, yeah. dude. So I think... Was Greg doing sound at the show? Oh, I, I'm not sure. Camp, Campio? I'm not sure if it was uh, great. Uh, the Ceno? He, he's usually, yeah, he's like... Yeah, yeah he does it at the Ceno. He does, he does a great job. Oh, okay, he, yeah, yeah, he, he patched you, he took your outs and put it through the... Oh, okay, yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, that's my setup. The setup I have is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I have an Axe FX3. Uh, I'm running that straight into. I have a Tascam 16, a smaller model of that right there. That one's yep. more computer friendly. Yeah, I have a Tascam 16, and I'm running Dan through it. I'm running me through it. I'm running all the uh, samples through it. All you got to do is direct in left and right, and you're good to go. We're good. Nice. And then you know, then Brian just has to set up the drums. You know what I'm saying? If uh, you know, if if I'm doing the sound at the show, which I've done a couple times. Uh, I'm going to run Brian through that also. We, we have, we've yet to do that, though. Snare and kick. The snare and kick. We're going to do that. Mm. We're going to do that. We have a show September 2nd in Stoughton at St. John's Philharmonic. I guess that's what it's called. Okay. No, that's an all-day. It's a big fest. Uh, I got some really good bands on it. And you know what? We're playing at 2 in the afternoon. So, you know, hopefully... Hopefully some people see us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run Brian's drums through my 16, nice. through my setup. And then I have these 
big fucking PA speakers, uh, JBL app, active speakers. Nice. Yeah. You're working yeah, on those things all the time, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Bass is blowing out. Yeah, I, I, I had to recone. Yeah, I had to recone the uh, the woofer. I had to uh, put in new tweeters. So I'm all over that shit, you know. It makes such a big difference when you do those things, like with your band for yes. live shows. Yeah, like, yeah. It sets you apart. Yeah, yeah. I think so, you know, I'm like I'm for me, it really. You're I'm, giving them a show. You, right. Yeah. I'm I'm a perfectionist. With this, at least with this band. Sure. I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you should see the first time this guy joined. This guy joined a year ago. Brian joined. I'm like Brian. I sent him a message on Facebook. I'm like Brian. I'm like I need. Somebody to drum, you know, on a few shows. Like, do you think you'd you be up for it? I tricked him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I met him through uh, uh, Martin. I, I have a Martin old friend, Davis, Martin. Yeah. I uh, play in Wolfers Bear. Oh, Martin Davis. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, man. We love Martin. So, um, wow, Mar- we have Scott Ray. <clears throat> Scott Ray. He's in Cutthroat with Martin. Yeah, baby. Oh yeah, hey. I met, I met I met him at Martin's wedding. That was the only. Yeah. yeah. How Hi. you doing, man? Um, <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm here. Hi, everybody. So, uh, that's it. I play with Pete. Pete Wright. Oh, shout, okay. out, shout out, Pete Wright. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> Martin and Martin and Brian. When I wrote my first song, No Firmament. That's how I met. That's the first day I met this guy. I was practicing. Dan was kind enough to let me use his room and his PA system. Right next door to Bran- us. Branch Davidian there, and uh, they were in number five at that time. And uh, I would practice fucking all night long, dude. I would sit there. I was fucking injured. It was like 10, 30, 11. It like was were, these, were, these it was two late. guys roll in. Martin's like, hello. Martin rolls in. Martin's like, hello. Yeah. He's like, put your pants back. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <clears throat> so him and uh, him and Brian come in. Yeah, he pulls me over to, to introduce me. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you say you played in Wolverine's Bear? Yeah, I do. I, st- I mean, oh, you're the it's drummer. Still okay, yeah. I fucking popped in on you guys a few times, and I'm that's like, right. dude, you're an amazing drummer. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's right. I, now I remember you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have not practiced in a long time, but it's still a thing. So right on, dude. Look out for that. Hopefully, I think Fuck September. Yeah, this might be a show. I don't know. I'm gonna Joey was, follow up with that. Joey was the host of that podcast that got nuked. Yeah. Oh, Wait, God. it got nuked. What, what, what happened? He can't do it anymore. Um, not that same concept now. Oh wow! Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, a shame. He was really into that too. Yeah, yeah. that's that all sucks. he wanted to do was this podcast. R.I.P. Album fight. You can still see it on Rumble. <laughs> yeah, there's a few episodes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so these two roll in, and then I'm sitting there fucking. I'm like, hey guys, check it out. You know, he listen to my new song. I did it. There you go. This kid. And then so I, you know, that's how I met Brian. The and first so, thing I told him was his solos, and still so. He writes these solos that. They're not. They don't. Uh, they're not overly complicated. Mm-hmm. They don't. They're not in your face. I mean, he, he could. But they're well written. They're well, very well written. They're, they're exactly what is needed for the song. If you Thank listen you to these that. solos, it is like right in line with the melody, and it just it just goes like this. And like in one of the songs, I just like I get lost every time I play it live. Like I get lost in it. I forget what's. Uh, I think it's. Uh, is it the new one or? No, no. It's. Uh, it all just ended. I believe. Oh, uh, you know what? There's no or solo no. in that. But no, not, not that. It might uh, be dis- disintegra- um, bodily disintegration. That's the one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, very good solo. But yeah, his solos, man, Thank they you. just flow. And Dude, shreddy take, guitar yeah. solos are cool, right? I mean, yeah. but yeah, the most memorable guitar solos don't necessarily have to be shreddy. It's exactly. like it's, it's long as you're writing for like what you said, what the song calls for. Yeah. If you can right. do that, that's, that's a it. talent. That's yeah. a talent in and of itself. And yeah. that was no firmament. And uh, yeah, that's he, a good song. Yeah, Thank his you. solo, Thank you. Just, just exactly what is needed. Every single note. And uh, 
his vocals. I don't know if he does his vocals the same the way he was doing it. Back then, then I did death metal vocals. He was he was like doing guttural, like dying fetus, like mm-hmm. like, and it was like I've never in person seen someone do that. Nice. And it right. like it was like, is this real? Is this and in front of me? And I was like, it was just so impressive. And I did clean singing. It's on the demo. Yeah. There's yeah. a demo version. I There's almost two. missed that version. I think Dan, Dan agrees too. He lo- you like that clean Dan version? Dan said. It's, I think it might be better. I agree with him. Oh, it, okay. it, no, I, a little, yeah. Yeah, no, no, that, no. That's I'm, cool. I, maybe I'm, I'm a, a nostalgic for that version because that was right. the first version maybe I heard I'll, with you. But. Maybe I'll try to sing it. I don't know. It's tough, you know, because going from uh, what I do now is is kind of this weird mix of uh, almost black metal, uh, almost death metal, like like uh, remember death, you know, the death and roll style of like carcass and tombed yeah. stuff like that, you know, Sorry, from the no. '90s. Uh, I kind of mixed that with uh, black metal, and uh, that's just what felt natural. That just came out. A big thing, a big proponent of doing this. I think even the first fucking thing I said to myself was, do what's natural. You fucking write a, don't write a song. Just yeah. don't write a death metal song. Yeah. Don't be, I, you know what I'm saying? I used to, I was in a death metal band. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do what's fucking natural. Yeah, do what comes you know out what I'm of saying? you. You can hear it, you can hear it yeah. in the music too. It's sure. like you, he couldn't shake it completely. Cause mm-hmm. the music, there is like death metal elements into it. Sure. Yeah. But it's, it's, you, right? it's much slower. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. much slower in a, the synth elements and stuff, so right. you can't really call it death metal. <clears throat> right, I still to this day, <clears throat> pardon me, I still to this day don't know what I would fucking call this. That's good. And I don't, you know, I don't want to label because people are like, oh, what's it sound like? Or if I go and try to advertise know. it on Reddit or whatever, or other, or even Facebook, you know, everyone likes to say, for yeah, fans w- of FFO. Yeah. I would I'm say, like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. It's like if Meatloaf went in a different <laughs> direction. Meatloaf, I fuck. <laughs> I get an opera when feel I was, about when it. I was a kid. <laughs> when I was a I kid, like I fucking 1992 ro- rolls around. Oh, okay, yeah. the fucking winter night. Here comes Meatloaf. Yep. Fucking bad out of hell too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I. That's him and his the, wife, right? Huh? Is that him and his wife, in the band? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. But he did. Um, I would do anything yeah. for love. I. Fucking loved that song. Yeah, it was so fucking operatic. Do you know what? That's what. Meatloaf is a talented motherfucker. Yes, he is. You know what? T- check it out. Oh. Jim Steinman, fucking wrote those songs. That guy is the genius behind Meatloaf. Okay. okay. He was fucking. This dude is fucking great. I believe he even wrote like other shit that was not as, not as successful. Meatloaf could fucking drive it home. Yeah. Jim Steinman came out there. He fucking wrote fucking Bad Out of Hell one and two. Meatloaf came and dude, he fucking. Belted it out. Yeah, he's a showman. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love the meatloaf. Yes. But yeah, you're it, like. Wait a minute, our, did he die? Yeah. yeah he did die, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, rest in peace. Some years ago. Yeah. 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 I forgot about that. Man. His name was Robert. Yeah, I was just thinking of that. Yeah. <laughs> In death, we have a name. <laughs> um. So, I think that uh, when I like again going back to when I started this and going back to what Brian's saying, with you know, it just fit. It just. Kind of perfectly weaved. That's that's what I want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I, I don't I don't want to sit there. In today's fucking dude, in today's fucking metal climate, right? And I'm not trash. Any we all we all can do what we want to do. We all do what we love to do. Ah. There's I just I'm not into it personally. But there's these people. They're on YouTube. They're fucking chapping. They're fucking. Sure. They're like going like this. Two hands. <laughs> They got four bass guitars playing, <laughs> and it's perfect. They're making a perfect song. Yeah. Fine. I just, dude, I just can't get into it. I get it. I can't. I just like it simple. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where's the How, feel? Where's the soul? Yeah, exactly. A little bit. You know? Yeah, exa- I want the fucking, you know, in these songs, even though these songs are not, like, amazingly fucking produced, I still, I wanted to fucking pour some hard work and fucking soul into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just for you, too. Yeah, I, mean. I, pr- I did all these songs. That's awesome. I recorded um, the first four songs. I met this guy, Ryan. He's in a band called Kanashi, and they are getting huge. They're on tour right right Sounds now. Familiar. They're on tour right now with uh, being an ocean or something. Really? I'm so, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not familiar with all the bands nowadays. Yeah. I don't really listen to much metal and other. To be honest with you. I'm oh not, my god, dude! There's just so many of them now. There, like, yes, exactly. <laughs> There's so many, yeah. and you know, I try to. I t- oh, dude. I go on. Fa- I release my song. Oh, I get it. I go on Facebook. <laughs> And you know what, dude? I added a shit ton of people on Facebook. No. I'm tr- I'm here thinking, and innocently, I'm like, I want to talk to people about guitars. I want to talk to people about music. I want to talk to people about movies. I would like to talk to people about my band also, try to get it out there. Yeah. And I literally went on this fucking site, Facebook. I come back to Facebook after not being on it for eight years. And dude, all I got was fucking dick. <laughs> I go on there. You get you get eight hundred fucking. Okay, so you get a whole wide wide array of people. They accept your friend request. Here's this guy. Here's that guy. I'm in this band. I'm in this dude. There's two fucking million bands per square foot. Yeah. I swear. And barely any of them are listening to each other or like That's hyping exactly each other it. out. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly it. So yeah. here I go. Here I am on Facebook. I'm like. Let me try to let me tr- let's let's be mutual. I even made a couple posts. Yeah, you share you, someone else's in, shit. In or? 2020, you, you yeah. like if you know if you go back to my Facebook history, 2020, 2021, I'm like I'm shouting out this guy, I'm shouting out this band, I'm shouting out this band. These guys sound great, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, nobody fuck. Okay, here's the thing. Did I, did I expect it back? No, I did not. It just. It was a crying shame. Number when a little nobody, reciprocation, man. Nobody I mean, fucking cared. Do you sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, guys. All right. So I did that for. I try to fucking do. It. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, just seven months ago, I fucking dropped everybody <laughs> on Facebook, and I kept my my friends yeah. and my family, and the people that I just recently met, uh, doing this now. Yeah. And that's it. I don't give a fuck who, and I said this in a post, I said, I said, I dropped fucking 900 friends. I go, I try to fucking get on here to talk to people, to fucking establish some relationships, Mm. to play some shows, traits. I set up shows, by the way. I legitimately, legit, it's, I wanted to establish some things. Dan, Dan can back me up because I'm sitting there trying to, trying to book shows. I was trying to fucking book shows. And dude, I fucking reached out to probably 40 fucking people in a small amount of time. I'm like, hey, see you need a show. Just people, local, in New England. You know, maybe Philadelphia, maybe. Dude, all you get are those little fucking red messages. You say, you see the person, you see that the person read it? And they're like, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, if you don't know me, like, let's, do you want to talk? Do you let's know what I'm saying? Establish something. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's let's it. talk. Do you have a band that... I could, you know, I'm setting up a show here, yeah. dude. You just get nothing. Yeah. You get that little circle with that person's face on it that says they read it, 
but fuck you. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Terrence is being really polite. I explained it to him one day. I don't know if you remember it. Do you want me to? Can I? Is it okay Dan, for me to just? Please, Dan. We haven't heard one from you. One day, Terrence is like, "Dude, what's going on? I thought like this is underground music, people. How come this band? Like, why is that band? That band over there isn't really that good. Why are they big? I'm like, why are they big? You see that guy playing drums? Okay, we see that band over there. He's the merchandise guy for that band. Mm-hmm. And then the bass player held the sticks for that band over there. So therefore, the scene was ordered. The order went out, you're going to like this band. No offense. Right? Yeah, sure, yeah. That band, that, I go, it's got nothing to do with who's, who's been, I mean, no offense. Exactly. And I name names. Right. I name names. I go, you sure. see that band right there? I'm yeah. not going to say it on this show. Right. I go, they're, they're massive, right? Came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you got to understand my main band. He used to drive the van for that band. But he can't play his instrument. Doesn't matter. The, the order went out. Sure. This is the band you're gonna like. Sure. And that's how they can work. I mean, I'm just being honest, and I'm not yeah. bitter. I don't care. A lot of people they talk like me. They're angry because they feel their band's not getting. It's yeah. nothing to do with my bands or me. Yeah. I, I, I don't sure. care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you exactly like what it is. Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, no, politics, absolutely. It's, it's, it's Kevin, no, it's not to Kevin, yeah, you and me have had this conversation. I mean, yeah. you've talked to me yeah, before yeah. about like. People yeah. not helping each like whatever. How come this band like you know this was a good show over here, but nobody cared? I go well, yeah. Who's on the show? Well, these are great bands. Doesn't matter that they're great bands. Sure. This guy did. Did you hold drumsticks for that band? <laughs> no, you didn't. So his show is doomed. Like yeah. that's it's just how it is. And I explained sure. it to him like that. And it's um, all in who you know. But again, I don't. Mm. I, I'm just being. I've been doing this since, since I was 11. Sure. I'm just telling you what it is. And every, yeah. well, and, every and, scene has it. Well, and, but, like, yeah, and that's agree. fine. Yeah. I have no problem with it. Wow. Yes. What I don't like is get my ear chomped off about this is like the alternative subculture we think for us. You know, no. You're, you're yeah. a microcosm of, of whatever Kiss 108 is doing. And I got nothing against Kiss 108 pop sure. music either. Sure. But, but, I, that, but, that but that's the thing. Morning. I don't diss that music. <laughs> I don't go around... I don't diss pop music sure. and then act like pop music and act like I admit I like that stuff and yeah. therefore I'll behave in a certain way. Mm. There's people out there that like make fun of that stuff or think they're different from it. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, my main man, you're doing the same thing. Well, they make it's, their music their identity. Like, like yeah, that yeah. happens mm-hmm. all the time. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I don't have a problem with that either. But I, just, I, think, I think what I write is my identity, but... I just, um, you know, long story short, we talked about yeah, it. I mean, I abso- broke, oh, yeah. Again, I'm being very gentle right yeah. now. Yeah. I well, need name, like, name. Well, we still, we still talk about this. Right. Dan. I mean, yeah. bands that, I, I told you a story too. about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, look, there was a band one time. I didn't know this. They were like, <clears throat> suddenly they just appeared. And um, people, I'm not going to say that they're from somewhere in the United States. They're not. Yeah. They're not from around here. They're, they're in another but part they, of the country. They started, and, and it, these it, guys it. just suddenly were the biggest thing on the planet. Sure. I'm like, that's weird. They're not that good. Like, right. This is. I'm listening to this <laughs> yeah. stuff. I'm like, so someone enlightened me. They're like, dude, you don't understand. That guy held the guitar picks for that band over there, so that's <laughs> his boy. So he put the word out to the scene, sure. and he hooked up. Okay, this is how it is. These guys are gonna tour everywhere. They're coming to your city. And you're going to go to the show, and you're going to pack that place, and you're going to go nuts when they play, and you're going to put a show on because, you know, you, you don't want to be the guy that wasn't dancing for this band. And it was, like, all kind of explained to me, and I'm like, okay, it makes sense now. So yeah. it had nothing to do with it. It had to do with who knew who and what. So, hmm. that, yeah. that, and, again, dude, that's fine. 
Right. Sometimes life is what you know. It's just show, yeah. part of life is showing up. Yeah. I don't care. I just don't want to hear the rundown of alternative subculture. But that's what I'm so you don't about, understand, like, man. Like we're not part of that. We think for us. Well, no. Well, that's wow. what I mean too, though. When I say thing. like they're, they're, some people take the scene and make that their personality right. I or get, make that. You know when what you I mean? Put it that like, way. I understand yeah. what you're saying. I and do some people do it with music too. I mean, fucking. Right. Uh, when we were kids, we'd walk around with like Liberty spikes and fucking, you know, the belts with the studs right. on them, which mm-hmm. I, I still do sometimes. Terrence, I explained to you like the, the <laughs> I don't do the Liberty spikes, but I like the studded belts. But that dude, means I like mean, you, you yeah. like your butt. It's tickled. a costume, though. It's a fucking costume that says, "Hey, I listen to punk rock." Hey, right? I sure. like my yeah. butt tickled. <laughs> yes, Terrence, I explained to you event pages one time. Yes. I go, they don't have yes, to go to the, they don't have right. to go to the show. Right. They were on the event page. They sure. showed everyone they're down. Like, yeah. this, oh, I was. Don't worry, man. I'm. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if the day of if you show up or not. It's right. more like it's like a I don't know like a studio. What was that? Studio Fifty Four in New York. Who's here, man? Yeah. Who's here? Yeah. Doesn't matter what they're playing yeah. on the radio. Who's here? Uh, right. So yeah. And then just, no, go ahead, Dan. I'm, I'm just sorry. telling you how it is. I mean, yeah. I've been saying this for years. I've said it publicly. It's, I, I don't. I'm not gonna change my answer. I'm just sure. Telling you what, what and, I see. And then it's hard to even know. Well, who who should we even play with? You know what I'm saying? What do we even fit in with? You know what I'm saying? I've heard a, a couple people, a couple people say, "Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just book metal bands. Book some, some brutal death metal." I'm like, they're not gonna fucking listen to us, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think, I that's also the kind of the problem I ran into when I was trying to book a show. Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna book some metal bands. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So, you know, Dan's band. A uh, variety. Yeah, Medjugorje. I, you know. Forever's Fallen Grace, who are awesome. They they're a huge draw around here. Which I didn't get great. their video feed because they shut all the lights off. Oh when really? They, when oh. they played, yeah. Okay. You, do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, I do. I do remember that. I yeah, they see shut it everything off. Yeah, um, they were. I mean, they're just a straight up metal band. They're almost kind of like a power metal band. Yeah, they, they, were, they were cool. Ish. What are they, they called? They cover Iron they Forever's cover Fallen Grace. Yeah. Forever's Fallen Grace. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I might still have the set, but you can't see it. Oh yeah. They if. Yeah, it might be audio worthy. They've been doing now. They're another band that took a break. I don't know how long. Maybe seven years. I think mm. they were around in like two thousand and two. No They've shit. They've been around, and you know what? When I was in a band back then, I don't. I don't even remember them. Mm. But you know what? Another like I said, it's tough to book a show and be like, well, who, who, who can I put? You know. Who draws? Who's gonna bring some people? Cause let's face it, we want people there. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the whole point. You know, I can't just book a show and be like, oh, it's just whatever. Right. Book some fucking show. Some guys from New Hampshire. Some bands from fucking Rhode Island. No. You know what? Then they want fucking money. You know, they want some cash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, I need to fucking bring people in here. Yeah. So honestly, I just book, I just book bands that are close by. They bring like, fucking, dude. Each band brought like. I don't know, 30 people. Wow. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was great. It was a good time. That is great. You need to add like a petting zoo. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I could do that. You know, I mean, the show was a benefit for, Cat shelter. for uh, needy cats. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's yeah, cool. yeah. So I was able, oh, God, dude, I brought in, this was April 14th, by the way. I brought in a, um, a, lock bo- a box. People can make donations. Mm. That shit was empty when I brought it in. It was full of cats. No, it was not full of cat. It was full. It was full of uh, cat parts. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's horrible. That's horrible. The theme. That's it's all about the theme. Please, please. Um, no, it, dude. That fucking box was fucking packed. That's full of fantastic. Cash. Dude. I saw tens and twenties in that fucking thing. Wow. I fucking. I booked the show and I said, you know what? 
I said, there's going to be, I said, proceeds from this show, they're going to go right in that, right to Needy Cat. Needy Cats is a place in Sterling that I hold dear to my heart. No, I love Because cats. they help, yeah, I mean, I'm, I fucking love animals. I've been yeah. rescuing, fostering, rehoming cats since 2005. Wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just fucking found a cat at home uh, just a couple weeks ago. So I'm still continuing, it's active, all that bullshit. Um, cats are fucking cool. Man. I fucking love cats. <laughs> I fucking hate seeing a cat. Just out there in the fucking street, just yeah. fucking crying. And yeah, what's up? This dude? just in missing dog found in a Hanover, Massachusetts. Yes. Oh, cool. Yes. Oh, nice. yes. so we, they've been earlier. looking for it for like six days. Yeah, oh, it's shit. from Hanson. Yeah, they found, oh, they wow. found Theo. Oh, is that the dog you were looking for? That, uh, that like, uh, shepherd looking dog? No shit. I didn't really. That's a he riot. blew up two drones looking for that. Yeah, they found him today. Oh, that's a riot, Scott. I didn't realize that was the dog you were looking for. Oh, cool. <laughs> Sorry about that, though. It's okay. Do go on about the kitties. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so this show was a benefit for Needy yeah, Cats. Yeah. Uh, the place is in Sterling. Awesome. It's run by this fucking saint. She's a fucking angel. Uh, she's a woman. Her name is Marilyn. And she fucking, she unfortunately has cancer. Oh. But she's, she's, I believe she is well off. And she's just doing this out of her own fucking pocket. What a sweetheart. Yeah, dude. And she has a big, uh, a nice uh, place for cats. You know, she always has about 20-some cats right there uh, ready for adoption. And wow. then uh, she has, she gets kittens all the time. And I hold that very dear to my heart because she helped, some of the first cats I helped rescue, uh, she paid for uh, getting them spayed and neutered. So, oh, wow. So I'm, I hope I can pay her back because that shit is expensive. Yeah. That gets up to like $300 for a cat. Wow. And even more. Some... Some dogs, you know, get uh, fixed a thousand bucks. Wow. A thousand fucking dollars. And it's crazy. It's just, how do you fucking, how can you help? How can you help the population? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The the animals, I mean, so anyways, yeah. Um, Very Bob Barker review. Yeah, Bob Barker and, uh, (laughs) yeah, actually, yeah. Who else was I thinking? I don't know. Some I was thinking of somebody else too. But, um, so I had, like I said, I had that show. And then also I think, I think it seems like shows just in general are very territorial. Um, you'll get a show north of Boston. You get a show in Boston, and it's just kind of these kind of clicks of bands. Mm-hmm. I've noticed mm-hmm. it's very territorial now. Mm. Back in the day, when I was I was also booking shows back then too, back in two thousands, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. There was like one show a month. Yeah. There was one show a month. It was like Boston's Dead, Thursday nights at O'Brien's Pub. Mm. It was like maybe I booked a show somewhere. I, my, the first show I ever booked was in Framingham in 2002. I believe it was September. Dude, there was like 120 fucking people rolled in that place. I couldn't fucking believe it. Wow. Um, probably just because it was some random location in Framingham. And I got, I mean, you know, some really good band. I got In Dire Need on there. Back then, there was a band called nice. Bane of Existence. We just had Joey on. Yes, yes, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, Bane of Existence, and then... Um, I don't know. My, of course, my band ascendancy. Uh, anyways, my my whole point is, everything's changed. Yeah. The cl- ev- everything's changed with with just so many bands. It's like territory. It's like fucking wrestling in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. All these little <laughs> wrestling territories, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's ju- even in just in Massachusetts alone, very territorial. Nasty you got, boys. The scenes kind of stick to the scenes. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like the hardcore scene, like it, it's got a big sure, scene, but it, sure. it, it sticks very to the hardcore sure. scene. The punk scene, same yeah. thing. Like straight up punk bands are yeah. all kind of like in one area. Yeah, yeah. You know, even just the I'm just talking about metal shows and too. metal. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. There's for a sure. place. There's a place out in uh, Westfield. 
that metal, there's metal bands out that way. Oh, really? There's a place up in Revere, Sammy's Patio. Mm -hmm. You got my joint that uh, uh, Dan and uh, Rick helped me discover uh, in Bridgewater, right? You know, it's just, I don't know, it's just weird. Yeah. And then it just... Um, and they got those little, their little pockets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You I know, gotcha. and then you got all these promotions. Then you got Worcester. Now that's where, I, that's where I live. Yeah. Worcester, in my opinion, is Rhode Island, twenty years ago. Okay. There's a bunch of just weird death, kind of grind, fucking in Worcester. There's that scene going on. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's just so different to me now. It's just funny to see how everything has changed. No kidding. Yeah. Um. Like I said, uh, and then there's a place in Rhode Island, Pub on Park. You know, there's a place in Revere, like I said, Sammy's Patio. It just seems like there's kind of just clicks and yeah. or slash territories, you know, that just Well, when we were on. when we were younger, like the early priority days in Hanson, I yeah. feel like everybody was going to the same shows. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, that's true, yeah. And then it kind of like, yeah, disbanded. Mm -hmm. Over the course of years, like, right, yeah. kind of led into where we're at now, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I booked at a place. Do you remember Cafe Mio? Yeah. In Taunton. That was yeah. my first show. Oh, was it? Okay. I booked there. I, I had a couple there shows there. Dark Buster all the time. Oh, was Dark that you? Buster. No, 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 no. I didn't book that, no. I booked a show, Jesus, uh, Eternal Suffering, uh, The Red Chord, and... Uh, yep. Of course, my shitty band at that time was Vengeance and Blood. What, I was, what I, a show, though. Yeah, yeah. That was back before they even released anything. Wow. That was 2000. Wow. There was a band from New Jersey called Dripping. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah. I remember them. I had them on. They were sick. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. <laughs> you know, and then and then I, I didn't. Miss the Are they still sets. a band? Yeah, As the Sunsets was sick, too. Who? Dripping. I have no idea. I haven't heard that name I don't in think so. so long. I think even one of the guys died. Oh, really? Yeah. I, th I, dude, I mean, there was so many things I would see in passing on Facebook. Yeah. That that's that's actually like a very vague. It's hard to keep up. Memory. I think one of them died. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, sure. But um, you know, back back then I was just trying to mix everything up. I had brutal death metal. Of course, my band Vengeance and Blood was like this weird black, black metal death metal thing, which that was also ascendancy. I couldn't really. I couldn't really pinpoint uh, what kind of style. Just black death, yeah. black death. You know what I mean? Um, I try to bring it. I try to bring the shows all together because I mean that brought a lot of people. You know? Yeah. Um, honestly, now I I'm like in the midst. I t I talk to Brian all the time. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't even know what to book. I don't know who to book. Why would I book it too? Like, <laughs> what's the point of booking it? It's just it's just weird. I'm kind of in this strange uh, inner conflict of like. If I book, like, who am I going to even have? Yeah. Because, you know, should okay, should I have it as another benefit? You know, what's, I don't know. It's just weird. I'm kind of, like, in a, in a strange spot with that right now. It's a good, I mean, it, it is a good opportunity to uh, book it around a benefit. Like, yeah. I mean, that's, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. I started, um, I start, like, I started this promotion, I do, I'm doing it in quotes, promotional company, mm -hmm. because it's not a company. Mm -hmm. It's just a page on Facebook. It's just like a, a name. It's you gotta called, start somewhere. Yeah, uh, Street Trash Promotions. Okay. Because I love the fucking movie Street Trash. I love that movie yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> that's like one of my favorite fucking Dude. movies. Uh, I fuck. That's like my. I don't know. I don't even know. It's. I. Don't, I hate to. Uh, Wasn't that you and Scott Smith and me watching that in Rockland? <laughs> <laughs> Viper. Ah. 
Viper. Yeah, Viper. Yeah, yeah. And then the dude that runs the, the junkyard that has the knife made out of the Yeah, Frank, the big, the big fat guy. Yeah. Yeah, that, oh, dude, that's like one of my favorite. That's like one of my favorite, like, you know, like, strange cult indie yeah. slash horror slash weird <laughs> movies. I fucking, um, Josh turned me on to that uh, back in 2009. Josh was uh, the bass player in my old band. He was like, dude, he was in a band called Sex Crimmand. Josh. Uh, they were death metal. You know, and um, they were formed. They were pretty that much. Sounds yeah, it was the guy from Goratory on vocals. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it was the dude. Um, uh, Josh was on bass. It was this dude Evan uh, on guitar, and then I think uh, the uh, Pete uh, Blue. Blue is in Fit for an Autopsy now. Blue made it, dude. No shit. Blue fucking wow. made it. Wow. He is the guy. He is the guy that fucking made it. Out That's of all, fantastic. he's in Fit for an Autopsy now. No kidding. And man. back in the day, he was in a band called Raising Kubrick. And we played fucking crazy. We played so many shows with Raising Kubrick. Wow. Then he joined Sexcrement in about, it was about 2006. Josh was like, dude, he's like, we're fucking making a song about, like, I don't know, street trash or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is street trash, dude? dude I'm tell you this fucking shit, street trash. He's like, oh, it's a fucking movie. They just released it on Blu-ray. Yeah. I'm like, all right. He's like, he's like, I can't even describe it. So I fucking watched it. Yeah. And I'm like, this. It was an instant favorite. Yeah. Uh, very few movies are instant favorites. Good, for me. good movie to write yeah. a song about, dude. Yeah, d- yeah. So I call it Street Trash Promotions. Nice. That's so awesome. So I started the. Uh, I started it on Facebook. And if I book a show, it's through Street Trash Promotions. Nice, So, dude. yeah, nice. there you have it. And, nah, you uh, should just do it. Don't even think about it. That's, that's, you know what, man? That's how you, that, I think, I think you're right. Well, we were talking about the mind earlier, right? Yeah, The yeah. mind being the killer, yeah. right? Or yes. I, I think David Goggins <clears throat> calls it the inner bitch. <laughs> your, your inner bitch. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You gotta fucking, yeah, <laughs> you gotta exactly. You know, that. Yeah, no, ex- you know what? Maybe I should and just throw some fucking random random ass bands on there. You never know. That's you know, you just never know. Just get yeah, going. exactly, you know. And then if, you know what, if 20 people show up, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, one that's not a bad thing. If yeah. one person like that's We've right. We've done it. That's right, Brian. <laughs> that's that's right. That's you true. Know? That's true, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, if you can gain one fan, and I'm doing that in quote, because, you know, you don't know how, you know, like I said, like I was saying before, dude, I don't know, whoever listens to my shit, to our shit, and, and likes it, I'm like, I can't believe that you like it. Yeah, because sure. first, I saw the thousand views was shocking. Right, it was fucking shocking, dude. I was like, "Holy shit!" I'm like, "Oh, I'm fucking like, you know, what's going on here? Something wrong." Like they accidentally <laughs> uploaded it under I don't know, fucking <laughs> in flames. I don't know, dude. I don't even know who's popular now. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, that's no, it's, it's a, a plus. Thing. It's a plus if somebody. Okay, so this guy, uh, this guy I knew, his name is Rick, right? Rick Brophy. Yeah, and, no, uh, no. he came to the show. He came to our first show in Fairhaven. This was last year, June 23rd or something. It was with Pyrexia from New York. And uh, yeah. Rick showed up, and I hadn't seen this guy in 18 years. <laughs> God, I haven't seen him in like 18 years. Yeah, yet. I haven't seen him in 18 years. He gives me a big hug. And this fucking guy was always funny because he knew movies. He knew music. He fucking knew exactly who I was. Back in the day, he was like, dude, fucking, you're an ascendancy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. holy shit. I'm like, I couldn't believe <laughs> yeah. that you even remembered that. He's got, like, an encyclopedia. He's the yeah. scene's yeah, mascot. Yeah, yeah. That's right. how I like this. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's so, a great guy, <laughs> He's like, I know, I know he had a few drinks, though, but we played. This guy, come, and this fucking, still to this day, I'm like, 
this dude came up to me and started crying. And he <laughs> fucking started screaming at me. He's like, this is the best fucking shit I've ever fucking heard. And I'm going to quote him. This He goes, dude, I'm not kidding, he's crying. And this this meant, I'm, I know it's it's funny. Yeah, but everything uh, Your meatloaf yeah. moment. Yeah, he goes, this is so fucking good. He's like, I don't even know what to fucking say. He's like, it's like, <laughs> he's crying. He's like, it's like a fucking rapist trying to fucking rape somebody Jesus in a Christ. fucking video, in a video store in 1991. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> because, I mean, I got all the synths. I got all the weird shit in there, you know? Yeah. He just, he's... This guy's thinking of like Rent a Pal. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Rent a Pal. It's this fucked up movie. No, I haven't. It's an awesome movie. He told me to watch it. And I'm like, that's actually pretty good. And um, but anyways, he's telling me he's like, this shit is like a fucking 80s fucking sci-fi slasher flick where the fucking guy's raping your mother. <laughs> and then he fucking kills you. That might like, be the most brophy thing I've ever dude, heard. Dude, it was so fucking funny. <laughs> But he, he was, was filming us so, like a, our own private was, cameraman. Yeah, he was like he was nuts. so emotional yeah. that he he loved the music, and then he was telling he was like you guys he's like, you know he then he he went a little bit over he's like I'll be your guys manager we'll get a fucking record recorded in like two months what? you're gonna going make on you tour stop. <laughs> yeah I'm like thanks Gene Simmons you know <laughs> but, so. But that's were you, you gonna Dan? Were you? No, I got a better one. Go ahead. Oh, I'm no. ready for this. Oh no! I don't know what year it was. <laughs> well, we got Broby stories. <laughs> one year I prayed to Jehovah, let the Patriots lose. I hate them. I'm sick of hearing it. And they lost in some big playoff game. I don't know if it was the Ravens or what. And I was like. There's two people that hate the Patriots. There's two and only two, me and Rick, right? Like, he's my Patriot guy. Like, you think they'll lose? You think they'll lose? Come on! Right? And, um... Cheating motherfuckers. And they, um... Right after they lost, I, I was saying, I'm like, dude, this is one of the favorite things I do. After there's a major, brutal, like, Boston sports defeat, I listen to the sports radio. <laughs> and I tell Rick, dude, put it on. It's the grit. These people, like... You have to talk them on a ledge. Like, their life is ruined. They're pulverized, yes. right? I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, dude, you're going to let this wreck your life? Yeah. Like, they, they, they have no reason to get up in the oh morning because, yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. the Bruins lost, right? <laughs> and um, so it was that night. I'm like, I'm going to have a lot. It's going to be like a lullaby. Listen to the sports radio. They, <laughs> you know, they come on. And guys like, after the commercial, we're going to stop picking this apart. We're gonna try and pick this apart, figure out what happened. And Rick, Rick's like, Dan, watch this. And he goes, Just go listen. He calls into the. <laughs> suddenly he comes on the radio. They took his call. He's like, listen, guys. He's like, I hate to tell you this, but right now, he's like, Tom Brady is the Terry Funk of the NFL. <laughs> right? it, even the two oh hosts God. like burst out laughing. They couldn't hold it in. Oh and I, like to this day, I'm like, dude, who's that wrestler? You, you. He's like Terry Funk. Yeah. He was the, he's the Terry Funk of the NFL. Right? And it was one of those times they were talking about like, he's done. We're gonna you know trade him off and all this stuff. Sure. So I'm like, you man, kick him, stop him on the head when he's down. <laughs> I love it. So when you said that like the reference That's about funny. like the video store, I'm like, yeah, yeah, those absolutely. references are like. <laughs> 
That's funny. like, like he always like, if a, if a band's like not doing well or anything, it could be like a yeah athlete like a movie flops mm-hmm. like see dude you don't understand it's like this new installment of Halloween this is like the SD Jones right now of the movie <laughs> the, right. jobber. Right, the jobber the <laughs> jobber yeah. send this guy in to yeah. play for, this band's playing first because yeah. they're just there to take the hit and get everyone where that's funny funny enough funny enough yeah. I'm actually watching ECW where Terry Funk had his title reign oh really yeah I, I fucking love wrestling but that's dude Rick has told me Rick, Rick has said that so, right. he's like turns you gotta get a jobber bin. Yeah. You gotta get him to open up. Get a jobber bin. A jobber bin. <laughs> Listen, get SD Jones to open up <laughs> the show. I'm like, all right, I'll do that. Let me get, you know, let me get a jobber bin. You're right. <laughs> Should have just had Rick form a band yeah. and open up. <laughs> yeah. So. It's like the conquistadors. It doesn't matter who's in the. Oh ass. yeah. They're just throwing them out there. To, yeah. To, the newest tag team's gonna. Exactly. It's like they could never rip the mask off. Yeah, dude. Because under the mask is like. It's like some it's Randy some Savage yeah, and like Ricky yeah, Steen, but exactly, like they're just right. throwing them out. It there. was fucking Brad Randy Armstrong. Stein. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't want you to know who's under the mask. Exactly. Do you watch Billy Corgan's wrestling league? The NWA. I. You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm. I might. I, it's funny you asked that because I was just thinking today I might start watching that because you know Tyrus I don't know I, I just don't know I don't know the people in it I know there's Tyrus I know there's um, dude I, I couldn't even name I don't, name. I don't know any um, I was wondering if I'm interested name. though because there's a couple people on Facebook not on um, friends you know how on Facebook you get fucking suggestions left and right it's all fucking <laughs> advertising now they're like, oh, you know, so and so says, you know, you should watch Tyrus. This is real. This is real studio wrestling. I fucking love the old studio wrestling, like the NWA. You know, we're just there's a shitty match. You know, fucking Magnum TA comes out and fucking uh, does the body slam on, you know, fucking Randy Hogan, some guy that looks like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then there's like literally 40 people in the crowd and fucking. You know, uh, Bob Cottle's sitting there. What do you think, uh, Magnum TA? How you doing, Magnum TA's like, well, I just want to tell you guys, this one goes out to my mom, blah, blah, blah. Just, I fucking love that, dude. Just 80s you. fucking Southern, like, NWA shit. Yeah, Nostalgic. I love it. I might, I might start watching that. I might check it out. Is it big? <clears throat> Is it a big thing? I, I know we, There's I know news we, out I know there about it. it. I know that. <clears throat> it's, it's out there. Yeah, because he's been obsessed with wrestling, like, his whole life, hasn't he? Billy Corgan. Uh yeah. yeah, yeah I think so yeah. I mean he baseball too the White Sox. I think. There's some the Cubs maybe there's a team that he loves. Oh really? It's one probably of Chicago, Chicago. Yeah. I mean well, I think two Chicago teams. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to remember true. which one. I think the Cubs. Is yeah. The one he loves. No I, shit. I believe so he, he got pumpkin money. Look, look at me with a sports reference stuff like exactly that. I know. I was just gonna say what the fuck. <laughs> that's exactly it. I think I think Billy Corgan put his own money into it into resurrecting the NWA. Sure he did. And I'm, th- I find that interesting. Because it used you know? to be W. Oh no, that's not what it used to be. WCW. The NWA. Yeah. Let's. If you want to get into that, if you want to talk lineage, NWA started in 1948 as a governing body for all the wrestling territories. Okay. Now the NWA governed. You got. Uh, you got. Uh, Jim Crockett Promotions, which was Mid Atlantic Wrestling. You had the CWA, which was Mid South. You had. Now the WWE. WWWF was part of the NWA with the original Vince McMahon owning it. The senior, Vince McMahon senior. Now, NWA was the main governing body 
you had uh, wrestling in like AWA, you had wrestling in Texas, which was the WCCW, mm -hmm. you had wrestling in Florida, you had Georgia Championship Wrestling, they were all governed by the NWA. Mm -hmm. Then the NWA started kind of losing its power in the 80s, in the late 80s, when Ted Turner bought um, WCW. Now, the NWA, Jim Crockett Promotions, which was also Jim, Jim Crockett Promotions, was the shining star of the NWA in the 80s. The Ric Flair was the champion. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jim Crockett Promotions, he was bringing in scores of millions of dollars a year. He was the most successful wrestling territory in the 80s. Um, and then Ted Turner bought out Jim Crockett. Now, Vince McMahon bought out all the other territories except yeah. Jim Crockett Promotions. Then Ted Turner bought WCW to compete with Vince McMahon oh, in wow. 1988. So then the NWA fizzled out to small independents like ECW when they were Eastern Championship Wrestling. Oh. Small independents. And then you know what? They never recuperated. But however, the NWA did have some good champions like Dan Severn. Was an AEW Dan too, Severn right? was in that? Yeah, Dan Severn. Oh, wow. Now, AEW was just Tony Khan. Yeah. I don't... You know what? The NWA came back with TNA Wrestling. TNA was first called NWA TNA. And they carried the title... They carried the, lin, they carried the lineage of that belt. No shit. To TNA, yes. Now, like I said, AEW was solely Tony Khan. And now, I think where we stand is Billy Corgan resurrected the NWA and just calls it the NWA. I don't think there's other territories that he governs. Mm. I don't think. Mm. But there you have it. Pumpkin money. If you guys wanted yeah, to know what the NWA was. Because no, a lot of people a lot of people were like, well, I watched WCW, but you know what? It was also NWA. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Because sure. NWA came to W... NWA and WCW kind of formed the strange alliance in like 1992. They had two championship titles. So it was a little bit confusing. You had Ric Flair. Sting was a champion of one. Barry Windham was a champion of other. It was just, it was kind of weird, yeah. You know, Vader was a champion of one. Vader and was, then I remember Ru Big Van Vader. And yeah, then Big he, Van Vader. Then he came to WWF. In yeah. Like Big Van Vader. The 90s. Dude, he came to WWF in 95. He fought Blonde Sting. The Great American Bash, 96. 92. Great 92. American Bash, 92. He crushed Sting with the powerbomb. Yep. Great American Bash fucking won the belt from him. Yeah. Everybody was like, what the fuck? This guy's a fucking champion? Sting's the fucking champion. You know what Mind I'm saying? you, Sting had makeup still, but it was yeah. like Ultimate Warriors, and he looked like Duke Nukem. Well, you know what? Sting and Ultimate Warrior were a tag team back in the 80s, back in the early, in 1985. Nice. They were the Blade Runners. Shit. Yes. <laughs> Blade Runner uh, Sting, and then Blade Runner, um, I forget what Ultimate Warrior was. Axe. But... No, that's you think of demolition. You think of Axe and Smash and WWF. Smash, yeah. Yeah. So, where's McMahon now? Vince McMahon, dude, he is a villain. If you see <laughs> that fucking guy, he's got literally he dyed his hair black, and he's got a little fucking mustache. He looks like a fucking villain from a 1920s. He looks like Walt really? Disney. Silent yeah. movie era. Yeah. Wait, how yeah. old? Is he? He's fucking kind of old. Isn't he's he? like 78. Yeah. 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 Dude, dude, yeah. Wow. So his, his daughter's hooked up too. Really? Stephanie. Yeah. Stephanie married Triple H. Oh, Hunter wow. Hearst Helmsley. Yeah. Oh, shit. Man. But um, she resigned. Now, here's the thing. Vic Mc Vince McMahon is fucked up. This dude, 
Um, he resigned. I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys are into wrestling. I'm totally into wrestling. It used to make me want to blow my brains out. Oh really? <laughs> oh no shit. Jeez, I'm going on like 20 no, minutes. No, 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 no. I don't know. I, it's interesting because I, I like to. I don't know dick about it. Yeah, I like yeah. The Coco so be I like weird. to learn. Okay. Like, no, no, don't. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't mean anything. No, 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 that's cool. I uh, like the Coco Beware days. Yeah. When Virgil and Rowdy Rodder Piper faced sure. off, that wouldn't happen today. No, I know. I only know it from video games because yeah. I used to love the video games. Okay, sure, yeah. I fucking love wrestling. Still to this day, I watch the old on Peacock. Well, so what you were saying, like, McMahon's, like, fucking... Oh, yeah, dude. This dude's, first off, uh, he fucking resigned because he was getting all this uh, heat for... Um, he was having uh, sexual relations with some paralegal like real life real life oh, shit. Uh, he was paying her millions of dollars <laughs> of the fucking company money whoa yeah whoa. so he fucking resigned for like seven months and then his daughter resigned and um, the company was not in turmoil however but it was fucked and then during his resignation there was a woman that came out and she claimed that in 1986 he fucking raped her. Oh, no. And you know what? He had to fucking pay her. Oh. He fucking settled that fucking son of a bitch. Wow. He is a motherfucker, wow. dude. All that dude did. I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> All he did, Vince McMahon, he is, the, he is like the world's greatest fucking, like, fucking, I don't know, dude. What's the fucking ring announcer at Barnum and Bailey? Like the... Um... Yeah. The ringleader. Yeah. This dude yeah. was the fucking biggest fucking piece of shit ringleader. Fucking... Exploiter, fucking rapist, fucking this dude would spit on you. You know what I'm saying? All yeah, the shit, all yeah. the story. I when I grew up and I learned some of the real stories of these fucking wrestlers, dude. Mm. It was so fucking hard to like sure. listen to because they were heroes. Yeah, they're all like roided out. When fucking I was a kid, yeah. Doing blow. Oh yeah. Fucking. They were. Fucking. Dude, Ric Flair claims he banged ten thousand women. Everybody, uh, dude. These guys were on roids. Bret Hart claimed that. Uh, they had a doctor. Uh, they had a doctor who specifically would go to the stadiums and he would fucking shoot up the uh, the wrestlers who wanted roids. No shit. He said there was a line down the fucking Jesus hall. Everybody Christ. was lined up. Bret Hart said he tried it. He said it just didn't work for him. Uh, you know, but... Yeah. Tried, oh, yeah, tried putting it in my dick. Didn't work. Yeah. Isn't that, and he died, right? Bret Hart? Was it... No, oh, Bret no, Hart. Owen, Owen Hart. Hart Owen Hart, which yeah. is... Extra, dude, that is so fucking true. That's... That was sad. That, was that is sad. the worst. That was story. on live television. Yeah. That is fucking terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> that was a terrible thing. Yeah. And he was a great wrestler. Jesus. Too. Yeah. That's a bummer. Like, what's the story behind that? I know he fell from like a great height. They wanted him to do a stunt, uh, where he just kind of came down. His character at that time was the Blue Blazer, and uh, he would fly to the ring. You know, previously they had him do a couple things where. He came down to the ring or something, some bu- some bullshit. And he was already at like huge status. Like he was, he, like, was he had already big. like done it. Right? He was big. Like, yeah, I mean he yeah sure. And then uh, for some reason he started doing the blue blazer again. I don't know why. Because Vince is a real bastard. He would he according to some he's a pimp. You know <laughs> right. You know according to some of the people on the inside, he would, he would tell you you, you got to do this. You're you know whatever. And they had to do it. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. else They wouldn't have a fucking job. Yeah. Anyways, he was up like 80 fucking feet, dude. Uh, like it was like 50 to 80 feet. I can't remember exactly. Let's Fuck. let's let's call it let's call it 60 feet. Ugh. And the fucking hook came apart. 
the hook that was supposed to hold him. Yeah. And it was it was the the company, the rigging company's fault. Yeah, I heard something about that. It was the rigging that. company's okay. fault, yeah. And so that was a bummer. Yeah, didn't they have, like, a guy that usually rigged him, but that something. day he didn't yes, or something? Yes, yeah, something like, I, I forget. Yeah, no, you. I think you're correct. I just watched that episode of Dark Side of the Ring. That's a cool show. It's a great show. Well, I was going to yeah. say, that's a conspiracy. Yeah, so, dude, you know. there's a lot of conspiracies in wrestling that I've heard through that show. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that is a cool show. It it's actually kind of, yeah, it gained like a lot of respect for yeah. like what they do, you know? Yes, exactly. Because yeah. I never really looked, I fell on I fell <laughs> on the side that was like, it's not real. How can you be, how can, my sure. friends would fucking love it. And yeah, I'd be yeah, like, you're an yeah. idiot. It's not real. Who cares? <laughs> right. They'd be like, it doesn't matter. And I'd be like, it kind of does. I like yeah. how it was <laughs> like the same thing. As things. I like learn more about it in like recent years, like yeah. they really are extraordinary fucking yeah. Yeah, athletes, man. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And then I hear people like Dan Severin was in it. Mm-hmm. And that dude can mm-hmm. fight in real yeah, life. Yeah, he fucking. was a he was a UFC. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. Like, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he's a fucking real deal, dude. Yeah. Unfortunately, Brock Lesnar was on roids. You know. And, and a lot of those dudes wrestled in college too, so like they knew. Yeah. What they were doing yeah. It too. was it was real shit. Yeah. That that aspect was real. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they could fucking get slammed. I mean, there was a doctor that came out. He said a body slam. He's like these fucking guys in the ring. Mm. They take one body slam. That's that's the equivalent of being in an accident at 30 miles an hour. Ugh. A car accident. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. They, they're getting hurt. Fuck yeah. yeah. Every night for 10 years. Fuck, dude, two years. Yeah. Two years you're fucked. You're but stunt, they, they keep going. Dude. They kept going because they're on pills. Right. You know what I'm and saying? And they just kept. Yeah, like they you said, they had a doctor fucking. There was a doctor. Them. Yeah, yeah there was doctors wild. there. You know, giving out pills, and then like I said, there was yeah stories of doctors. Uh, Dude, then this shit like CTE, like uh, oh, fuck. fucking Benoit, fucking like what happened a. with that guy? That, like, oh my god. Dude, that is that. Here's the thing, dude. That's fucked up because Chris Benoit, I fucking loved this guy. Yeah, a lot of people did. He was my second favorite wrestler when I was a teenager watching WCW. Mm. Ric Flair was always my first. Yeah. Chris Benoit, <laughs> dude. Man. Chris fucking Benoit. This is the saddest fucking thing I've yeah. ever seen. Now I watched I watched that episode uh, when it came out. The you know Chris Benoit. I've seen a this couple dude, of things on that. This fucking guy. Tell the people the narrative. He, he, he had fucking brain damage. Yeah. This motherfucker had brain damage. He was on a therapeutic amount of pills too. This motherfucker had brain damage so bad. This he fucking couldn't count how many concussions he had in his yeah. life. He lost count. Um. He was on roids, absolutely, which abs- I believe absolutely contributed to just sure. the whole fucking thing. Yeah. But fucking Eddie Guerrero was his best friend. Eddie Guerrero fucking died of an overdose in 2005. If you go and watch that episode of the, rem- the memorial, the memorial for Eddie Guerrero, Monday Night Raw, Chris Benoit couldn't even fucking, he couldn't even compose himself, dude. Mm. This dude could not stop fucking crying. And that is that to me is so fucking sad. He lost his best friend. This is what a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people see Chris Benoit and they're like, "That mother, he killed his kid, killed his." Absolutely, he ki- yeah, okay, sure. okay, absolutely. That's fucked up. That is the most fucked up. Yeah, I have a yeah, kid, yeah. and I couldn't even. I can't even think of that. Oh my god, that cannot even enter my fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. But this guy, this fucking dude, lost his friend. He could never fucking recovered from yeah. that. On top of that, this dude's brain is fucking melting. Yeah. This dude is fucking soup. 
Yeah, when you hear know? people that knew him that were really yeah. close to him, like yeah. they all have nothing but amazing things to say about sure. him before his downfall. Before right. all yeah. that happened, it was almost like a switch yeah, went off. Or absolutely. Something. And I'm not, you know, I'm not <clears throat> like excusing what he did in any way. Like, right. Yeah, sure. That, yeah, you can't. You know, but I mean, the human brain, man, is yeah. like a multifaceted thing, and that there's so many things that can happen with yeah. your brain that you're dumping not you anymore. When, when, when you have as many concussions as that fucking dude yeah. did, dumping chemicals and yeah. doing all the shit he did, sure. man, you're not you anymore. Right. You're, you're something else. This fucking guy had a journal. Chris Benoit kept the fucking journal. And his fucking father, when he, when he died, Benoit, his father came, you know, they take the things the father kept. The father found the journal, mm. and this is so fucking. He said, "This is a journal of my son losing his mind." Ugh. He read it. He fucking read his son's journal Ugh. every day. He could see the guys fucking going, going downhill. Jeez. It was just bad. It's a bad thing. Yeah, it's terrible. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the way he killed his family. That's like, yeah. Wait, didn't he like strangle the, fuck, like with yeah. fucking wires from the weight bench? From the some, w- some head something crazy like that. Yeah, shit, yeah. Man. You know, strangled. Uh, I believe he smothered his child. Ugh. I think he strangled Nancy, and I guess, I guess, with his weight, he had a huge fucking gym. You know, I guess mm. he propped up the weights just right and a rope just right. He just fucking killed himself. Ugh. That's the story, you know. And yeah. So I mean, it's fucked up. It's, it's just tragic all around. It's so like, sad. You know why? Because I mean, there's story. I mean, obviously, okay, wrestlers, you know, some weren't as extreme as that, but yeah. some are. Some are just sad. Some really fucking sad stories. Yeah. Of these fucking heroes, mm. literally heroes, and they're fuck, They're just fucking dead in the road. Is somewhere. it? Is it true that Jake the Snake was a crackhead? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, sad. there's there's many stories where he. He wouldn't even show up to the show with before he got his crack. He oh, would have wow. to, you'd have to give him his crack. Oh wow! For a, as a retainer. Under- yeah. Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh yeah, he was Jake. The, I'm surprised Jake the Snake is still alive. Is he? He is. Wow. He's in AEW. He was in he AEW. He wrestled. Not wrestled. No, he's like a manager. He has like a manager position. Oh wow. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I wonder what he's using for a pick me up now. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's wild, man. Yeah. Who, who is that dude? Uh, uh, was it Mankind? Yeah. His story Mick is. Uh, Mick Foley. Yeah, Mick Foley. Dude, he was awesome. Yeah. yeah. He was good. I, I enjoyed him. But he's all fucked up physically. He's, yes, absolutely. He seems like such a sweet guy, though. Yeah, yeah. That's what you know. That's what everybody said. All the insiders just fucking loved this guy. Uh. But then you know, early in his career, he wouldn't get booked because he was just this fat fucking slob. He was just this fat fucking slob. And Ric Flair was like, who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> you know, people would come up to him and be like, this guy's good. This guy can wrestle. He's good. He's entertaining. Ric Flair was like, no, nah, I don't think so. You know, and then um, they just gave him like a job, like a jobber position. Oh, yeah. You know, stuff like that. But then he got huge. Oh, so he really like went from the bottom and climbed yeah, his way up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, really he sure. started out in WCW in like the, in, like, the late 80s. And uh, he, he did okay. But then um, he went into WWF around 95 or 96, and then that's where Mankind started. He, he created a gimmick called Mankind, 
where he was this really fucked up guy, wore a mask, you know. Supposedly, he ha he carries the trauma of mankind. You know what I'm saying? The weight of mankind on his back. But then it really stuck, and that, that's what made him famous. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always thought, like, there were a couple of people when, like, my friends would watch wrestling that <clears> I could watch. I always liked The Undertaker. I always thought The Undertaker. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. He was the fucking... Dude, I think Undertaker... Honestly, I think Undertaker carried that fucking company for, like, a good while. Yeah, he must have. He, he must carried have, right? that shit, yeah. I mean, yeah, he definitely. must have been. He was, like, so many kids, like, favorite wrestler. Absolutely. This dude would sell out an arena. Sure. This dude would sell out a 15,000-seat arena. You put him in there with fucking Barry Horowitz. Like put some jobber. Mm. Put him in there with fucking... He would fucking sell it on. Just That's fact, amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, just the fact that it was him, you know. I never really thought of it like that. Yeah, yeah. When just one character like that. How yeah. How much like, popularity, yeah. popularity they can garner and then sell something out just because they're there. Right, doing yeah. Doing that. Yeah, right? exactly. That's, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Fuck, man. <clears throat> so that's my wrestling spiel. Hey, it was a um, good spiel, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So there's no firmament, huh? Yeah, No Firmament. That was the first one I wrote. That was the first song I wrote. And uh, <laughs> I fucking wrote that. I thought it was catchy. And now I, I fucking listen to it. I'm like, you know what? I bet you people fucking sit there and I fucking hate this song. You I know, think it's a good song. Thank you. Yeah, I you do. know, it's one, I think it's one of those things where people... Okay, so here's the story. Back, back in the day when I was in Ascendancy, Josh was like... We used to play... We played with this band, right? I forget. I totally forget their name. This is why I say that. I totally forget their name. Uh, they had a song, right? They would play it every show. That was like their fucking trademark song, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Josh was like, fucking hate this song, dude. <laughs> He's like, I fucking can't stand when they when they play this one. <laughs> He's like, that's so bad. I'm like, Jesus, Josh. I'm like, all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He got like so fucking mad. <laughs> he was like, God, I fucking hate it. And then when I, when I wrote No Firmament, I'm like, all right, to me, it's catchy. I like the sound of it. I'm like, that's a fucking song that somebody would probably, like, a year later, <laughs> you know, if we played it live, you know, every show live, you know, people, somebody saw us, like, five times, and we just played that. You know what I'm saying? So I think people would be like, fucking hate this song. <laughs> oh, here comes D, 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 fuck you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I could just see people doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh. with the title. Oh, uh, no firmament means, uh, imagine there's no sky. Imagine you look up, and you're like, there's just a fucking, there's a wall of steel. A dome? Yeah, a dome, sure. Dome. But you know, I see it as a wall. Because right. firmament, firmament, now, if, like, I read, you know, I'm a big fan of, like, Eric Von Daniken, and his books yeah. and stuff, you know, Chariots yeah. of the Gods Chariots and stuff. Chariots of the Gods. Now, he, uh, when, in, in some of his books, he's, he calls the sky the firmament. Yep. Now the firmament was just, well, this is solid. Mm -hmm. You know and what I'm saying? Above Back is the water, above the heavens. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shale below. Right. Well, and then like the Bible thing of it. Yeah, you know. And then so Water's I saw it. I saw it as like, imagine if you looked up and it's just fucking black, this fucking steel thing. You fucking you have no hope. You know what I'm saying? Um, that was pretty much it, dude. Like, I feel hopeless. I'm looking up. There's just a black fucking a roof everywhere I go. Mm. You know, I can't move up. It's claustrophobia. Yeah, you know, I can't, I can't literally and, phys you know, phys uh, figurative and, figuratively and literally, I can't go sure. anywhere. Yeah. You know, I can't leave this place. I mean, you know, that's pretty much it. What's that was pretty, space, that's pretty mentally? much, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. You say, you know, so the words are like, now, I mean, the verses are just kind of like, almost like typical sci-fi stuff. You know what I mean? Just imagine just, you're fucking, you know, there's robots surrounding you and they're just kind of taking you apart. You know what I'm saying? They're kind of building you into something. They're building you into a machine. Well, they throw you out. You're out there. There's no fucking front. There's nowhere to go. You know what I'm saying? It's, om- that's kind of, it's almost, you know, futuristic kind of stuff. Uh, I had dreams like that. Yeah, sure. Okay. There's no way out of it. Yeah. You're trying to get away from something. And yeah. You try to, and you just go up, like maybe you even fly up. Yeah. But then you realize there's something just bigger that's there keeping mm-hmm. you in it. Or yeah, imagine yeah. if you live in a city and then there's like big plates and then poor people live under that and then rich people live up top. Yeah. There you go. That's like Zalem or Midgar. Elysi- Elysium. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, you say, I feel I have no purpose. I feel hopelessness. Sure, it was how I felt. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then if you, the, the storytelling, I love a story. Yeah. I love King Diamond. I love how he tells a story. In his albums, he's telling, just as simple as a house being haunted. I fucking love that. Yeah. And um, that was it. I'm like, this is how I feel. I feel hopeless. But let me turn it into a story. Let me, let me just create that picture in my head. And then, you know, just build this, you know, wrote the song like that. So. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. I like writers. I write stories in their music. Yeah. I like, I'm a, I'm a sucker for Rory Orbison. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. He writes stories like that. Oh, no shit. I didn't even know. Yeah. And I, I enjoy, I like it. I liked him in the Traveling Wilbur. I like the yeah, Traveling Wilburys, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, pretty Woman, I mean, I can't. Pretty Woman's, yeah. yeah. You know. Come on, though, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah, so. no, I, I love a lot of his songs. Pretty Woman's, you know, like, yeah. yeah. I like a couple of Irish yeah. of Elvis. I like, yeah. I like the stuff, like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with, um, who the fuck are those guys? It was Johnny Cash. It was fucking Waylon Jennings. The Highwaymen. The, thank oh, the you. Highwaymen. Yeah, the, I, know, I, know I only fucking love that. Their stories. Yeah. They tell a story. Yeah. I fucking love that old country fucking. Dude, Johnny Cash tells. I love that. Yeah. yeah, sure. I fucking love that old Willie Nelson. Mm. He's fuck. He's fucking sitting there singing about Lefty and and uh, what the fuck? Goddamn. My memory is my memory. Lately, <laughs> as I get older, my memory gets worse and worse. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> the ballad. The ballad of Lefty and and uh, who the Poncho Poncho and. The Ballad of Poncho and Lefty. Okay. You guys want to hear a fucking metal song? Yeah, I don't think I've ever really... I've never listened to that. You want to hear a metal fucking song, but it's country? Yeah. That's it. Okay. The, the Ballad of, of Poncho and Lefty. Nice. Or it might even be called, like, The Story of... Dude, it is so good. It's, and it tells a story, Poncho Villa. And I guess somebody else he knew named Lefty fucking went to Ohio. Poncho Villa just died somewhere. They didn't kill him, you know, somewhere in Mexico. But it's just, it's such a great song. And the dude whips out a solo on the fucking acoustic guitar. <laughs> and it's, it's so fucking sick. And he's a good guitar player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, there you have he's it, He's still playing him. He's still doing it, too. Yeah, yeah. That, that's amazing to me. That actually gives me hope. Yeah. Because I'm fucking, I just turned 42 today. Yeah. I told Dan, I think I told Brian, too. 42 is a good number, man. Thank you. It definitely is. It's the answer to the galaxy. Is it? Hitchhiker's Guide. Man. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> when I when I reconnect, I reconnected with Dan in 2019, right? Or uh, 2020. I, I saw him at a show in Worcester. Uh, Josh told me to go. Josh was like, Branch is playing. There. I'm like, I'm going. 
because Dan and Ross. 2019. It was January 23rd, 2020. How's that possible? Charlie Baker gave out the order. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? January 2020. According You're to right. the Hold according on. to Return right. to the Pit website. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Show in the king gave out his the king <laughs> March. <laughs> so it was two months before. Yeah. The baby boom has put their mask on <laughs> and did what they were told. Yeah. Form Voltron episode Sorry. four. Here you go. I don't want to get. I don't want to get political. That's to, that's <laughs> Dan. That's fine, dude. It's perfectly fine. Um. Reconnect with those they, they, guys. The baby boomers got out the shoe polish. In March. So <laughs> the you fucking right. shoe polish, Tommy. Um, I, <laughs> I apologize, Tommy. Yeah. It was it was January. No, no, that's that's cool, man. That's, <laughs> that's cool. Connected. Yeah, reconnect. I didn't talk to Dan in ten years. I didn't talk to Ross. That was the night I had this mysterious cough. Yeah, right. I was and you, some, you somehow played. <laughs> and you know what, Terrence? Yeah. I'm still alive. Yeah. And elderly people kissed me, and they're still alive. Right. So exactly. Continue with your story. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Um, so, I, I, one of the first fucking things when I was reform, when I'm just doing music again, I was 37, and I'm like, I'm fucking old. I fucking lost. I missed it. Yeah. Like I mi- I missed my spot. I missed my chance. Is what I'm saying. Sure. You know, I could have fucking. I wish I had. I, I, it just didn't happen. But whatever. I could have fucking. You know, been in a big band by now. Do you know what I'm saying? If I had yeah. stuck with it. Yeah. I had a huge conflict with my age sure. and doing music again. You know why? And it's, it's unfortunate, like, because when I was younger, when I was in Ascendancy, and you'd see, you know, we'd be at it. We went to a studio in, like, Norwood, uh, practice space in Norwood. And even in Hanson, if we saw people around, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we saw someone that was, like, 40... 45 yeah. some guy 47 just sweatpants he's just kind of going he's you know he's hanging the, he's, he's playing his fucking you know get fender guitar and he's doing a, whatever i'm like we would be like that fuck it fuck that guy when did you see me at the studio <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, you're not thinking then that that could possibly i was be you 20 <laughs> dude i was 20 i yeah. you know what i'm saying top of the world and goddamn and that's something that you know i t- obviously totally regret can't can't fix that. That's a pot of fucking living, though. Yeah, exactly. There was you know? a great group of elders living around. Uh, like, some of them living up here, you know, back in 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Them. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Kids have egos, man. That's, like, life that's kills the thing, too. Life, life, life should humble your Terrence ego. Terrence saw me right? run, running around the stage at that show, and he said, if he can do it, I can do <laughs> yeah. it, because he's old enough to be my baby. Yeah, there you go. So, um, that was a huge problem that I had inner inner that I that took many years yeah. for me to and that finally has left me in 2022 2021 2022 I finally was able to accept just fucking just Time fucking do it yeah, crawling yeah. Crawling you can't we're all you. fucking getting older yeah, nobody's getting love. fucking younger yep. you know what I'm saying yep. so I'm like what the fuck I'm like yeah okay when you were 20 you made fu- you know you saw this fucking guy you toured South America yeah exactly you know yeah. which was an amazing experience yeah and it's like it, it, it hits you different when you're a kid and you're doing shit like that. Yeah, you know, you don't even see yourself getting old. Right. You think, oh fuck, look at us, dude. We're fucking crazy. Well, this is great now, you know. But um, when I see John Carpenter, right, the, the film director, yeah, you know, Halloween, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. this fucking guy just put up <laughs> this fucking guy is 74. He just put out a fucking album. He yeah. put out like his first 
album. Wow. I'm like, good for him, dude. That's amazing. I'm like, you know what? I fucking, what am I worried about? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What the yeah. fuck does it matter? Max right. Cavallaro is still right. doing it. Exactly. And he looks like he looks like he would be my grandfather. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so I had to kind of, it took a while to kind of get over that. Yeah, you, you kind of get to the point where you just accept that, like, you do what you love. And you, That's you do exactly it because it. you love it. I fucking love it. That's it. And it's like, what am I, not going to do it? Right. Am I just right. going to fucking, you know, am I just going to get deep, deep depression again now? No. I can't do that, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, just do what you love. Yeah. Yeah, make ends meet. Right, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I hate making ends meet. No, I like making ends meet. Yeah, I just same. don't always like what I do to make ends meet. You know? Yeah. The ends are fucking ridiculous. It only takes so many all dicks the to place. the base. <laughs> <laughs> Too many ends. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta, yeah, you gotta do something that you love. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's so what it's about man that's what the show is about it's a hot rock life man. right it absolutely is. yeah it's, it's, it's beautiful though it's a beautiful thing when you can come to that understanding right yeah yeah you know Said the thing. when when i see aerosmith sitting there trying to look for a new vocalist uh, yeah i'm like yeah yeah they're looking for a new that. singer and i'm like these guys let's all go try out all of us as one group <laughs> yeah right we'll all take turns acapella. like svw yeah acapella <laughs> fucking aerosmith there you go i can do it <laughs> i wonder wow i wonder who they're gonna Oh god! They're gonna probably go like the journey route and get some like young yeah. dude that sounds just right. Like some dude Tyler. from Cambodia or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll got the guy Asian from phenoms. the guy from <laughs> Buck Cherry. Yeah. Oh god, <laughs> fuck fucking Cherry. Yeah, wow. Jesus. Don't they have lineage to Whitman where we record this show? I hope not. Yeah, the wow. drummer. I know. Yeah, well, the, I. It was I'm the drummer. The drummer or the singer used to uh, uh, learn over at Horgan School of Music. Hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Is this Journey? Yeah. No. Uh, uh, Buck Cherry. Yeah, Buck Cherry. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Steve Smith. His, the he's got a picture of him in there with his autograph on it. Oh, yeah, no Steve shit. Smith's from, from Journey from Whitman. Whitman yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow. Cool. That's not impressive. My, uh, story, my brother-in-law, he uh, does carpentry work, work with his dad. Really? He uh, renovated oh. his parents' house, his old family house. In uh, behind the old uh, the, behind the drywall, drywall there was a uh, signature. It said, you know, oh, wow. it was uh, the initials of his parents. Nice. Oh wow! Yeah, that's cool, isn't it? Dude, imagine having Steve Perry money. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. He's having royalties from every classic radio station. Yeah. Oh existence. yeah, absolutely. Hell every yeah. like t- time it's played on TV. Yeah. It's played at the end of the fucking Sopranos. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the last yeah, the last episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. What'd you think of the ending of that? <clears throat> Do you know what? Here we go. It, the, yeah, um, I, know, I knew you thought of this out. I he knew it. <laughs> he did an article where he said what happened after. So I oh, know. I know. That, I know. Oh okay. Yeah 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 I do I, yeah I'm a, I was a Sopranos fan. I I actually liked it when when the room I was in when everybody was like what the fuck yeah. I was like that was awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> I. Never watched The Sopranos, all right, when it aired. Yeah. <clears throat> when I was laying on the floor, injured, I, w- I started watching The Sopranos. And you know what, dude? I couldn't finish it. No? No. Oh, wow. I no couldn't. Kidding. I'm in the very, I'm in that minority where I was I, I in the middle. I know some people that hate that show. Okay. <laughs> I was in the middle of season four. 
I just could dude. Just one do of it. like my favorite character was in prison. The Polly was his name Polly, the guy with the yeah. big pompadour. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just couldn't. I couldn't jump in. I liked the first few seasons. I thought it was great. Yeah. But then for some reason, all of a sudden, Polly's in prison for an unknown reason. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't, I don't really like that. Did yeah. you make it to the Steve Buscemi part? I didn't even know he was in it. Oh, yeah. He beats the shit out of that Asian guy. Yeah. That's, oh, I've okay. seen that YouTube video. I don't know what, it, <clears throat> what the character's name is, but he just gets pissed. He's on the phone with his wife. Right? Yep. And he's pissed at her, and he just comes over, and he's just like, hey, Bonner, and he just fucking wails on yeah, him. Yeah, shit. Punch okay. Yeah. It's probably one of the best Blendetto, scenes. Blendetto. I think I've seen. Nikki Blendetto. <laughs> yeah. Think. Yeah. Great scene. Yeah. I, I stomped. And Paulie got out of jail. Oh, okay. Right. Sure. Up. Sure. I'm sh- yeah. I think I stopped somewhere when, I don't know, It's. I think it's a well-known episode when, uh, oh, wait, no, Paul, no, Paulie was with the guy out in the woods. Mm. I, so I didn't stop around there. I oh, when I they don't got mean, lost in the yeah, in the, the woods, barren. some shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't finish it. Yeah, it's not for everybody. But I remember when it aired, it was a big deal. Yeah. That, like, yeah. what the fuck happened? Yeah. You know, like we don't know what happened. Like, how? Why? Why would it end that way? Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. yeah. So the article you're referencing, I <laughs> think I read it. Like I, my whole take from it, because I knew the show well when that happened. I figured that he died. Yeah. And it was a throwback to one of the episodes when they're out on a boat together. That's him and like yeah. him That's and good. his brother-in-law. Oh, okay. And they talk about that. I I, re- I think I remember those that. Something yeah, like that. his brother-in-law says something about like, uh, what do you think it's like when you die? And he, <clears throat> one of them's like, yeah, it just all probably goes black or whatever. That's yeah. how it ended. But. Is that in the in the era of when like he saw the fish talking to him? After that, after, oh okay, yeah, okay. That shit with, uh, yeah. okay. When then, what uh, was it? Big pussy was his big name. Big pussy. Yeah. He he like he was, was in like his an dreams. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I remember David Chase. Like, I think he's the creator, right, or director, or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. He he originally was stated. He originally in an article stated that it was open for interpretation, and that's how he wanted it to yeah. be. But there was too many <clears throat> Easter eggs involved, where it was like, no, he died because you guys referenced it already. So it was kind of weird when he's like, it's oh, okay. whatever each fan wants it to be. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but he definitely died. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, spoiler alert! Uh, spoiler yeah, alert! There you go. Yeah, the dir- director's <laughs> director's orders were he dies after that. That's him dying. Got to mm. get better at that spoiler alert thing. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you should know by now. I know, right? You're gonna have to edit one in. Yeah. <laughs> like spoiler, like a deep spoiler. <laughs> that actually spoiler would be spoiler on a Nissan. <laughs> So what's uh what's what's in the near future for you guys? And I'm not well, dead yet. I'm I'm I got a new song. I'm working on it right now. Uh, I can't I can't state to how complete it's done because how complete it is because, like I said, um, this last song I wrote came out to be six and a half minutes, oh. and I, I originally had like four minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not sure. Um, right now working on a new song. Um, you know, I'll be like I said, like I said before about shows. I'm not too sure. And then you know what? We're not even getting show offers either, which was kind. Of, you know, it's a it's a bummer. But it's like whatever. I understand because there's a million bands out there. Yeah. Just like we were talking before. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. So I'm not sure. You know, if I'm gonna try, I'm not too sure if I want to go back and try to message more people and get, 
you know, no responses here. You know, it's your next demo needs to be called. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> exactly. That would be perfect. Um, that that would sum up my life also. Like many years of my life, that would sum that Just up. Just do it is what I say. Yeah, yeah, true. And that's, you know, what Brian says too. And I'm sure Dan thinks the same thing. Just fucking do it, man. What yeah. the fuck's the matter? Well, Dan yeah. in like five bands. He's living it. He's living yeah. it. Five. Yeah, probably going to bomb. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Dan's like, it's I like didn't even know nine, I was in this band. Eight, nine. I can barely handle three, so. So, yeah, you know, I um, like I said, I want to release new songs. I want to constant release them. Yeah. Constantly release new songs. Uh, shows. I want to play shows. I wish I could play a show every mm. weekend. Yeah. But like I said, you know, it's. I'm not sure. You know, I guess I don't know. I I mean, it's kind of take it as a calm. Yeah, go and with the and flow. and this is where I'm a little lost sometimes. This is where I talk to Brand uh, to Brian and Dan. I talk to other people too. I'm like, what should I do about shows? Should I try to get on shows? You know, what if we get on a show and just we don't fit? That's that that's probably a conflict right now that I'm just trying to kind of deal with. You know what I'm don't saying? Don't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, don't think about that. Right. Yeah. So we have a um, good system though. I mean. Uh, we play some shows. Uh, he's always working on the next song. Yeah. yeah. When he finishes, he writes like most most everything. Yeah. And he brings yeah. it. You know, he brings it to me. Yeah. This only. Awesome. I mean, I've only done this once. Sure. For, for this newest song. Yeah. Right? The other four. The other four songs I had. Uh, like I said, this guy Ryan yeah. uh, recorded them. He he was he's in a band called Kanashi. Oh yeah, you said he used to work at New Alliance, uh, or am I fucking that up? No no no, it's okay. No, um, he uh, Ryan. I met this guy. Uh, I fucking, dude, it was the fucking, the dead heat, the fucking dead center of COVID. Okay, everything was fucking shut down. Everything, you couldn't do this, couldn't do that. I'm like, I'm never going to be able to fucking start a band. I'm like, here I am. I just wrote these fucking songs. All ready to go. Yeah, I'm all fucking ready. And Dan, I don't know, Dan will remember. Because I said to, because we were going to practice. And then Nick was like, guys, I can't. My parents are fucking COVID freaks. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We yeah. were going to meet up. We were going to do a... Nick a, was going to play? Yeah. On, on no, no, no. We, me and Dan and Nick were going to do a black metal project. Oh. And then Nick was like, oh, dude, my fuck it, I can't do it. He's like, my parents will literally kick me out mm. if I come home. Dude, there and, was a lot yeah, of that. Yeah, it was just... Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, God damn. And so... I finally fucking, I was like, let me put an ad on Craigslist. <laughs> All right, so here comes these fucking, these fucking psychos, right? Responding to my ad on Craigslist. One dude was, he just wanted, he just wanted to go out and try to find chicks to bang. And he didn't fucking care. He was like, dude, he tuck was like, back, do you want to tuck it back? <laughs> this dude's like, he sends me a text, and, and he was it was a legit text. I thought somebody was fucking ribbing me. I thought it was, like, somebody, like, fucking playing a joke on me. But this fucking guy, he could because he kept contacting me. He was serious. And then one day, I fucking pulled his leg. He was like, all right, okay, so anyway, he's like, man, that would be so awesome if we found some girls tonight. I'm like, first what off, I don't even know you. He's like... Wait, he wants a wingman? I don't even know what the fuck. I don't. I didn't even get that deep into it. He's like, that dude just wants to fuck. He just wants to fuck. <laughs> you, like, you want to be in a band? Let me go. What is this fucking kiss? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, let me go fuck girls all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <clears throat> so he's like, man, would be be so good right now if we could go find some chicks. What do you think? And he's like, dude, I'm really. He's like, I'm really into Alice and in Chains. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, Chris, this dude's not gonna fit. You know what I'm saying? He wants to fucking listen to Alice in Chains all day. So one day I'm, I, so he texted me. He texted me like three or four times, and he's like, dude, don't you want to pick up some chicks right now? I'm like, 
God. Wow. <clears throat> so Weird. one day, one day I said to him, <laughs> I'm like, dude, I fucking know a girl. I go fucking dirty Sally at the bar. Just this is just some fucking thing I made up, right? I go fucking dirty Sally, dude. She's fucking into that shit. I go her pussy's wicked fucking hairy. <laughs> I said like the worst shit. I was like, dude, she's got no teeth. I'm like, she will, dude. She's like 49. <laughs> He's like, I, she's like, I, I, I'm like, dude. She's like the hottest grandmother you'll ever see. <laughs> right? oh my God. And then he's like, uh, he's he texts me back. He's like, okay, man. Uh, just I was maybe thinking something younger. I go, no way, dude. I go this. I'm like, shit, the fucking dirty Sally at the bar. We're gonna we're gonna do that shit. I'm like, this. I, I do. I I forget what else I said, but he was like, how old are you? I'm like, dude, I'm fucking, I'm like 62, man. <laughs> so I fucking, you know, just ribbed that guy. How old was he? I don't know. I don't I didn't even ask him. I wonder Did, if he was just a, like a horny little 20-year-old man, dude. I don't, yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. You know, if he was that into Alice in Chains, he had to be maybe like, you know, my, like 45, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that? I could be. I have no idea. So this was a drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a drummer. Okay. This was a guy. Checks when out. I, Checks out. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I saved the text because I wanted to show, like, a couple of people. People like, are fucking strange. Dude, man. they're wicked strange. Yeah. And then one guy, one guy got back to me, and I'm like, do you want to meet for, like, half an hour? And we just want to talk. Like, he, dude, he lived, like, one town away from me. He's like, nah. I'm like, well, I mean, he was into it, too. He was like, yeah, dude, I'm into, I want to do new metal. Band. I want to do a metal band. Yeah. I want to join a band. I'm like, oh, cool, I just, can we meet for, like, 30 minutes? I just want to talk to you. I want you to listen to what I already have recorded. He's like, nah, it's all right, it's all set. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, all right, dude. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Thanks, so, for, thanks for telling me. Yeah, right? And then, um, so finally, this dude fucking texts me, and uh, I'm like, oh, here we go again, right? And this dude's like, hey, man, I saw you crazy sad. He's like, you know, I can drum for you. Let me know. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. I'm like, do you, you know, are you in a band? What? He's like, yeah, and then he sends me a fucking YouTube link. It's from his fucking record label. He's on, uh, dude, what the fuck? He was on um, Coheed and Cambria's first label, their, their label, like, really? in the beginning. Yeah. Style. What is it? Oh, no, dude. No, what was maybe their second record label then? It's a pretty, it's a huge label. Sure. They had 420,000 subscribers. Okay. This dude sent me a video of him playing drums. There was like 200,000 views. I was wow. like, I was like, I'm like, you're overqualified. <laughs> I'm like, I'm kind of scared to, you know what I'm saying? Are you sure. He's like, no, dude. He's like, when do you want to meet? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, how about Thursday? Thursday was like two days away. I'm like, this guy's a fucking real. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, holy shit. I was like, holy shit. So he actually lived up in Maine. I drove two hours up. I brought, I have a Tascam 24 just like that. Yeah. I brought that up and we recorded the first song. Oh, no The shit. first demo version oh, of the... No Firmament. Oh, wow. Yep. And then, so, he was my guy. He was my guy for a little while. Wow. Then he did the other three songs. He did uh, Gradual Bodily Disintegration and Dispersion. Then he did It All Just Ended. Uh, and then he did, um, uh, <laughs> I forget my own songs. But he did those. In, and then he did um, the other new firm, uh, No Firmament. Like, all in, in, like, one fell swoop like that. Wow. He recorded it in within, like, two hours, dude. Oh, shit. So he just sent me the files, and I got to work on it. What, does he, like, play for different bands on that he, label Okay, or ch check it out. Check it out. Yeah. He's in Kayanashi, which, they're get, like I said, they're getting huge. And then he went on tour 
with um, the fucking a goth metal band. Uh, dude, they've been around since 1987. They're like the original goth metal band. Uh, um, their fucking um, name is Fli- Christian Death. Really? He's yeah, Christian Death. He drums for them, and then he drums for like um, Beatbox. I think there's a band called. Yeah. Dude, I can't. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. sorry. I'm. Or Spirit Box. No, no, it or wasn't it, Spirit Box. It, it was like it was a band called Beatbox. Okay. He drummed. He like toured I with them, wow. and then he did tours with Kanashi. Wow. So this dude's all set. That's cool. He's all set. And then one day I said to him, I'm like, I'm like, listen, dude. You know, I'm like, I can't, I can't pay you anymore. <laughs> the money's you know? run dry. Yeah, I'm like, I'm done, <laughs> done. I go, you know, and I said, you know, we got Brian, and Brian was definitely charity. Brian. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Brian's a ch- <laughs> So, you know, Brian was like, I, yeah, I'd like to record yeah. the next song. I, I brought that up, like, Bucks before, too, when Ryan yeah. was still, you know, Brian potentially part of the, the, the yeah, picture in the mix, yeah. before you even, just, yeah. you know. But even then, you didn't have the money, so who knows? Right, and, you know, yeah, um, yeah. So. But I was well, you made out good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Brian, saying to him. Fantastic yeah. drummer. Thank, yeah. thank you, man. <laughs> like, incredible. Oh, thank yeah, you. absolutely. I, I was yeah. telling him, yeah, like, you know, even if you send it to Ryan, you'll send it to me. Uh, let yeah, me yeah. take a crack at it. Let me yeah, see what sure. I can put to it. Yeah. Even if you decide to go with Ryan at the end of the day, I just want to do this. You know, I want to. Right, yeah. It's been a long time since it's like I've just heard a, a song from scratch mm-hmm. and just give it some active listening and, and put my own. Yeah. You know, whatever Brian touches to it, you know, and that's what I want to do. And so he let me do that, and he used it. So I sent Brian, I sent Brian this new song, uh, "The World Can Finally Hear Now." I I sent him, dude. You what recorded it in what half an hour? Like Uh, it was like yeah, it was like two hours. Yeah, I was thinking of it. You know, that first listen was most everything you hear on it. I heard in my first listen in my own head, like for for the most part. You Mm -hmm. know, I knew what I wanted to do with it, and I just got to my kit. I went down to my kit. Yeah. And I kind of just banged it out, yeah. and uh, I kind of refined it, and I was sending mm-hmm. him little demos. But the first mm-hmm. thing I sent you was very close to what you you, you had. Absolutely. And uh, I, I like, kind of edited it a little on. bit, wow. and uh, he played wow. along to it. It was just a phone recording. I don't yeah. have a friggin' yeah. mic set up. I mean, exactly. I want to get that done with an interface and no maybe shit. be able to send him yeah. files, you know. Yeah, yeah. Even though we live, you know, like an hour away, but it would just be more convenient that mm-hmm. way, sure. you know, going forward with, mm-hmm. with songs. But, uh, yeah, I was just doing my phone. I sent him, and he was like, yeah, this like lines up yeah, perfectly lines and uh, up. he's like hey like you know, you know cut it here and i was like okay and then i sent him back that sure. version and then he was yeah. like that's it man nice yeah. and uh nice. then that's he, he finished the recording and then he, he brought his board that same task yeah. board and right. uh, did we, it in my basement wow. on my first it, kit yeah in february of this year wow yeah. we recorded wow. it and then i was able to finally release it in april i was able to finally get it done uh my whole production process is absolute obsession <laughs> it's just I am in, dude. I six months a song. It's literally, um, if if you hear the first uh, recordings that I have, it, it, okay. So in my opinion, these are decent sounding recordings, but if you hear the latest song, like especially in my especially on a good system, like I use my car to listen because I'm in the car. I listen to music in my car, oh, yeah. you know, and I and I'm like, this fucking sounds so good. Just in my, I hate to suck my own dick. But I, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to suck my own dick right here. Yeah, and because I'm really fucking proud of the way the new song came out. It is fucking... Dude, it sounds like... Honestly, it sounds... And, and again, it, people might not agree. But in just in my opinion, sure. if you line that up with... I don't know, dude. Fucking today's... One of today's biggest recording you know, metal bands. Yeah. It's, it's almost up there. It's similar. That's amazing. I For doing it yourself? Yeah. yeah. And I did it myself. Of course, um, I obsess over it. 
Yeah. Lining it up with your other songs, I could mm-hmm. say you could easily compare that and know that it's definitely a, a higher quality. Yeah, yeah. Doing it yourself. Yeah. But even with other bands, yeah. Mm-hmm. With other stuff, yeah, for sure. I said to Brian, and again, sucking my own dick over here, dude. I'm like, this sounds like something like a band would go into the studio where a record label was like, here's 50 grand. Sure. Go produce an album. It sounds like something like that. That's just, fantastic. Just in my opinion. And, yeah. you know, I mean... I'm, you know, talking myself up a little no, bit. No, dude. Yeah. I mean, when you're, when you, when you put your all into something, and you're obsessing yeah. like that. Yeah. You, you should pull something good out of it. Yeah. You right. know? And yeah, the fact yeah. that you can, the fact that you did, that's <clears throat> awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I don't, and I use just that. That's fantastic. I don't even use all a computer. Analog. It's all analog. Um, wow. Our no takes computer. have to be one take. Our know? takes yeah, are perfect, yeah, which yeah, it yeah. should Fucking be, yeah, no matter what, if you're doing yeah. digital or not. But um, yeah, people well, are like, we have there's to. a level perfect. of professionalism when mm. you can do that. When yeah, you, when you can do, not everyone does that. Right, not everyone can do it. I tried to do that. Uh, I, yeah. I started. I tried to do that. I tried to download Reaper. You know, I tried to. I tried to DAW a DAW. I'm like, I can't do it. I tried. I did. Mm. I got a, a, a interface, an RME Babyface. Yeah. I'm like, let me try it. I had my equipment. I'm like, I can just direct plug right in. Let me find a drum. Dude, I just fucking, I don't know if it was my age. I don't know if I was just too used to things back in 2004. Yeah. I'm like, this just doesn't fucking speak to me, dude. Yeah. I'm like, I can't fucking do it. I got the computer. I got Reaper. I got the RME baby face. Dude, I know all I have to do is go into my fucking sound card or some fucking setting and put it at zero zero point one. I just have to move a decimal point or something. Yeah. I fucking couldn't figure it out, dude. <laughs> I watched all these fucking videos on YouTube. Well, do this, you gotta blah, 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 do that. Fuck that. I fucking couldn't do it. I came back into music at the perfect fucking time. Mm. Those were released yeah. in 2018. I fucking, fu- I figured it out. And I'm like, this is what I need. The right. Tascam fucking Model 24. Well, it's, well. A, it's a recorder. <laughs> it's a fucking digital recorder. And you, can, and you can use it as a DAW. Yeah. And it's, fucking, it's a fucking mixing board right there, dude. Mm-hmm. Analog. I fucking... That's what I use, man. That's cool. I don't, even use, I don't even use a computer. I fucking mix it right there. No, okay, I, I'm cheating a little bit. I master it on the computer. But everything else is just just that right there. It's not cheating. Damn people, right. That's people, not cheating. Yeah. People are like, what well, do you use? I'm like, I don't use a DAW. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. You don't even <laughs> fucking use a DAW. Like, what DAW do you use? I'm like, I don't. I'm like, I, I use a fucking Tascam 24. People stop fucking talking to me right. when I say that. I don't believe right. me. Yeah, you know? no, I believe, dude. Yeah. I've heard so, I've heard some pretty awesome recordings <clears throat> from different people on yeah, YouTube when I sure. was looking into Tascam. Yeah, yeah, I listen absolutely. to a lot on that. We have yeah. another one over there. Yeah, and I was listening to like it's. It all depends on the engineer. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. It does. That's exactly it. And it's my. That's the thing. It's my muse. I wrote it from the heart, the soul. You know what I'm saying? This guy helped with the drums. The drums are fucking amazing. Yeah, and he you said he was saying? able to put drums to it like it, that. That like speaks that. volumes you know to the writing, too. Absolutely. Like, if That's, it resonates yeah. with 100%. you, right? Yeah. I told him, I mean, like, this song is amazing. There's, mm-hmm. like, a, a sadness to it. There's, like, an yeah, anger. Sure. There's, like, there's, like, anger and there's, like, a solemnness yeah. to it. Yeah. Every it, song, I think, I, has that. Yeah. Every, yeah. Every that and I it do. spoke to me. That initial riff, that like, those heavy chords. You knew what to do. I knew, like, what I wanted. You know, and... So, that's cool, yeah. man. That's, yeah. a, that's a yeah. cool thing then, about like creating stuff yeah. with people. And then I, and then <laughs> it's I a fucking symbiotic obsessed. thing. Yeah. Then I become a 
obsessed with it. Yeah. I'm like, I got it. I was obsessed with it when you sent it to me. Yeah, After no, I, I remember. Drums, yeah, I was no, like, no. for weeks, I was like, yeah. this, are you done yet? I kept yeah, like, no, when are you going to be done? Are you, when are you going to be done? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, that's finally no, that's cool. Was, yeah. And you know what, Brian? That's, that's, I need that push, too. I need that. You know what I'm I saying? I know you do. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. <laughs> you need to tell us, we need to let, you know, we need yeah. to tell you when practice is done, too. No, that's true. I, you know, yeah, yeah, because I, you know that thing. I obsess at practice, too, unfortunately. I'm at practice and I'm like, guys, I'm like, I can't. We played I'm through like, it like twice. Like one more time. Like, yeah. I'm like, guys, okay. This sounds. I'm like, this. In sounds, the beginning, man, that this doesn't sound. That was right. killing me. I'm like, oh. I gotta do it again. I'm like, we gotta do it again. Dan's like, fuck. What the fuck? Yeah, no, Dan yeah. just goes, you yeah. know, I got work to see. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's you know, it's like Brian's you. like, dude, it sounds perfect. Yeah. Like, like, what are you doing? I'm like, not to me. Yeah, man. Not to me. I'm like, we gotta do one I more time. I think I once I figured out it was. You know, yeah. your thing, you know, your little bugaboo. Then I've kind of, I kind of, I, st- yeah. I pushed you in the direction. Like, hey, I yeah. think it's time to pack. When Brian first, I oh. felt bad when he first joined. Because I didn't really know how to handle it. I didn't want to be like, because I'm not, you know, I don't overstep. I don't yeah. want to like be rude or anything. Because I said to, I'll be honest, I said to Brian, I'm like, can you play, can you play a few shows? He's like, yeah. So, dude, we practiced. He kind of wrote me in a little bit. A couple of nights we were practicing here at like two in the morning. It was every Tuesday? Was it Tuesday and Thursday? Yeah, it was a couple, there was a couple weeks there. We were here like two nights. I think it was every Tuesday, Tuesday, but then we did two nights. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm sorry, Brian. I'm like, I, you know, I brought you into this and. But no, it was it fucking it was amazing. That, and, uh, and the show we played was Rasputin's the fr- Tavern. Yeah. That was when Rick, Rick yep. uh, Brophy went nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was gonna be the first show of like four shows. Yeah. This was like this mini yeah. kind of tour. We were gonna like, on, on really a mini a tour. tour. Nice. Just so, uh, Maine, New Hampshire, Rhode Island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rhode Island and uh, New York was gonna be the last show. Maine, yeah. New Hampshire, Rhode Island, New York. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And then of it course just, it was like a ninety degree weekend, and I think uh, yeah, yeah, like. A lot of bands dropped off, I think. So it was like becoming less and less worth it to drive like miles yeah, the away. Yeah, the main. Sh- well, Tom hurt his you know, foot. Tom that used was to play drums for Branch, Branch yeah. and he hurt his foot, uh, and oh. that that was. So you know, we had to cancel yeah. the main show. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, man. So you know, honest, I'll be honest. This is the only time. This is probably the only time I'll ever do it. I'll admit, I dropped off the Rhode Island show because I said, we are planning this for six months. I'm not dead yet. Branch Davidian going out together. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I don't even have motivation to play the Rhode Island show. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. And, and the rest, <laughs> sure, right? Yeah. Maine and Maine and uh, New York Maine didn't happen. New York, those New, York, New York got canceled because oh, okay. the guy wanted to set up a better show. The guy felt like it was he like death metal bands. Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Dan told me. Uh, Dan was saying, "Well, this guy, man, he wants to set up a show, but you know, he he might not be that prepared." Uh, he's like, so I think we'll, you know, we're gonna cancel that show. I'm like, okay. So then Maine got canceled. I'm like, oh. and this is why he even contacted me in the first place. Yeah, exactly. You know, grouping so, of shows. Um, yeah. All this practicing and uh. Yeah, dude. We, I mean, but we, we. I think at that point, that was like when I was like, okay, well, my work is done here, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's probably much, what I yeah. was thinking. I wasn't really yeah. joining to join. You know, yeah. I, yeah, I was right. in Wolfers yeah. Bear. I mean, yeah. I, had, I have like a cover band. I play in like a top 40s cover band. Yeah. I'm obviously. Uh, your dad's but then I'm in another one at the time it was that one my my friends and stuff mm-hmm. which I'm still in so it's I have a lot of yeah busy guy currently yeah. with the bands but uh at that time I was like okay well I'm, I guess our work here is done and, yeah uh, I know right and with the practices I was like damn this is a lot of practice yeah for all this and that was fine and I yeah. was also at the point where I wasn't really sure if I was trying to yeah, be the yeah, drummer sure, or like right. be the full-time drummer or anything yeah um but um after those shows, I forget what happened. I, I guess we got another one. Was it Bridgewater? We got. Eventually? I set up. I set up a show in November. For no, Bridge- that that was yeah. my first 
show I set up in, in you know, 16-some years. Yeah. And that was quite some. That was a couple months after. That was in November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I said to Brian, like, do you think you might want to play that one? He's like, yeah. I think in between that, it was like, you know, I'll... I'll say yes to it now and sure. see what goes on. Yeah, I think exactly. we stopped practicing that much. Yeah, we did. And uh, we I did think that stop. was like a lot of it for because me. Because we were tight. We were already tight because we had practiced so much previously. And I'll tell you, yeah. I was moving my drum set from Wolfers Bear's room into to his space, yeah. the dance space, you know, every time, like breaking it down, oh, putting no. it back, yeah. breaking so it down. That was, that was, that was yeah. a large yeah. part of why I was like getting exhausted. I was like, oh, <laughs> man, like this is cool. I like his stuff. yeah. But it's killing me, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. that kind of worked itself out. We we uh, took a break on practicing, and, and when we st- before a show, we'll we'll do some bouts of practice, you know. Yeah, and, nice, and, uh, nice. Before a show, we'll practice. We'll yeah, get we'll a practice a couple couple weeks, and that's that's cool. Just keeping fun. it going, compromising, yeah, yeah. utilizing yeah. the time you yeah. best you can. Right, mm-hmm. that's uh, good, man. Yeah. Then you know, I think with the right, I think mainly with the writing. Once he sent me, you know, the song and yeah. stuff, and uh, being involved in the writing made me feel more like a part of it you know and nice. uh, mm-hmm. i nice, think with this yeah. first song yeah. being out i've kind of settled into the the role of saying like hey yeah. you know i'm i'm, and he I'm was, in this for like you know the long run or like you know more than i thought i would be yeah mm-hmm. for sure so, for and sure. you were very enthusiastic yeah. about that's awesome because you were you were like you know yeah if you you know send me something if you have it yeah you yeah. know after that november show you know i'm like yeah, yeah. i'm like you know i'm, I'm working stuff i'm working I, I was itching song. to friggin' record it. Yeah, That's yeah, Any yeah. song for anyone Absolutely. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but I was conveniently you, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, sure. So, uh, Works yeah, out. pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's pretty, that's pretty much the process right now. You know, like yeah. I said, I'm not sure what... What comes next, I'm not right? Sure so what it's comes next. Just shows, more, more music. Yeah, and writing, yeah, yeah. Us recording. Let me, and let me tell you something. Repeat. Yeah, I, I cut, okay, so Ryan, the, the guy Ryan from Kanashi, you know, this dude toured the world. My old buddy Josh, he toured the world. These two guys, they they both said the same thing to me. They said, "Just keep doing it." Yeah. And you know what? It might. That inspired me too. He said, "You'll become Maybe. busy." Yeah, he you said, don't always have to have a plan. Though. Yeah. I mean, he said, "Just just keep doing." It. He said, "The more, the more you release, you're gonna get noticed." He said, "People are gonna see that that you're releasing more and more songs." Sure. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what Ryan said. Josh said, "He's like, you keep doing." He's like, "It eventually becomes business." I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, yeah, okay, you know, yeah. sure, sure. I mean, that's yeah, sure, absolutely. Well, and if you never release anything, it will ever, and it will never be anything. Right? Yeah, exactly. You know, so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm trying to do like a good, I'm just trying to balance yeah. kind of those, those philosophies. Just like, just keep doing it. Yeah. You know, and then, yeah. and then just keep, just keep doing it, and just then keep creating. Right. That's well, the thing. There's a market for anything, man. Like, right. There really yeah. is. There's, yeah. There's, 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 there's literally a market for everything. Sure. Yeah. And like you, could, yeah. you could sell a used pack of cigarettes on Amazon, and <laughs> right. someone's gonna fucking buy yeah, it, man. Right. Someone's into that. Yeah. There's somebody like that's into bucks. it. You right. can yeah. fart in a <laughs> yeah. jar. You can fart in a jar oh, yeah. and sell there them. There's some water? doing that. Or you can can the air from fucking some celebrity's fucking concert. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Yes. Some woman yes. fucking yes. canned canned the air. <laughs> And was selling it for like fifty grand a jar, and she was fucking selling them. Yeah, too. dude, it's <laughs> fucking. You know, there is so, a market for everything. Yeah. So, and I'm not. I'm not comparing what you no, know. Yeah, you know, to any of these things. I know, right? But yeah. I mean, they're making fifty grand a month. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so a good thought for for us because it's like, yeah. how do you really describe yeah. us? Or like, it doesn't really fit yeah. with like other bands. So yeah, it's, yeah, right. it's like, yeah, you know. yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand why like so many bands. <laughs> find or have the need to break up or like announce breaking up because okay, it's yeah. like why 
why why do you call it a breakup? Like, are you unless unless like a fucking unless is a huge falling out and like these two people which happens yeah. these two guys won't talk to each other uh-huh. anymore. Whatever. Yeah, sure. A lot of bands though, like I don't know what's going on right now with Anti Flag, but Anti Flag just like disbanded and they put out this thing saying we're breaking up and it's like, yeah. well, why even why why yeah. tell people you're breaking up? Well, right. if you're gonna disappear for five years and come back and play a show, then did you right. really break up? Like, right. what's yeah. going? On? You know what I, I don't mean? Know. They, I, maybe I don't they know. want that last bit. That, I, don't, I don't know attention is it that last I, bit in of some cases yeah gl- I'm sure glory, it is yeah, that last yeah. bit of glory yeah you know hey we're breaking up oh come shit come see our last tour oh shit our okay. fans oh a fan would put on their CD yeah you know what I'm saying yeah, oh yeah, shit yeah. this band's breaking up yeah that's let me true. go listen to their shit yeah maybe that that's true I don't know you know ego probably drives a lot of that yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah right and you know. money yeah. yeah that's true yeah it's probably different things, right? Yeah, exactly. I just, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I wouldn't do it. Like, I, I've yeah. gone years without playing shows and still played. Yeah, and then played a show with, with my friends. Yeah, so. yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, I, I wouldn't do it because nobody would care. <laughs> nobody would give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, who's this guy? <laughs> that, that would be yeah. awesome. <laughs> you know. For nobody to know who you are, and you put yeah. out this huge publication. Yeah. Your band's <laughs> right. Uh, we're starting Rent to out a huge place and fucking play. Yeah. Right? yeah Just know. you for three hours. <laughs> Do you guys hear about that fucking British kid? Uh, I forget his name. He started this band and did a bunch of fake promotions for it in the past, like, couple of years. Okay. And people started showing up at his shows. Oh, really? But the whole thing is, like... He had these hired guns for, to tour with him or whatever. Oh shit! And and he he put on like the, he did like all this fake publicity shit. Yeah. And then like he was promising the band members like a ton of money and like they were gonna be big and they saw what he was doing on Facebook and Instagram and all the shit and it, it had all this traction. Yeah. They thought they were in this dude's band that was like fucking on the verge of blowing up. Wow. And they went to all these different shows, and there was, yeah. like, one or two people there. Oh, wow. And, like, all the <clears throat> club owners on the tour were like, what the fuck, dude? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, like, uh, yeah. this isn't cool. And yeah. I don't know. It all fell apart on them, but mm-hmm. then, I don't know. It's just a crazy story. There's the a, the two like dudes the flew home. Like the hospitals in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a similar story that I remember like that. There was a thrash band. I don't even know if it was real. They were called Threaten. I, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking that's about. That's the exact yes. story you're yes. talking about? Yes. Oh. Yeah, what, what did you What did you hear? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that they booked a tour. Yeah. And it's like, you, nobody knows you. <laughs> you know, it's like ticket sales. There's no ticket sales. But they had traction you know? on all the social media yeah, things. Like, yeah, it was right. real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was that. Huh? Yeah, wasn't it him and his wife? Did, didn't oh, they like... Man cook up know. this whole thing and fucking yeah I so what there was read. no music there was music there was music but no one ever saw them play live huh yeah, yeah. because he'd never played live <laughs> he's yeah. never played live before <laughs> i i never listened to the music though, yeah either. right I, yeah i didn't even maybe there's not music i just read <laughs> oh god some of the mandela articles. shit <laughs> Dude, it is a wild story, man. Yeah. And, like, that in and of itself made him more known than, like, he would have been with that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right, yeah. Now he's actually still doing it. He's telling people, like, no, I'm, I'm really working on something. I did that on purpose. He came out and said he did that on purpose to drive, yeah. like, attention. To get a bunch of people. To get a bunch fo- of people. A bunch to, of followers. Yeah, yeah and he's going to yeah. follow through the show. Oh, man. The gorillas yeah, are Jesus. pretend people. Are they? They're cartoons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, in the music video? 
Well, no, the gorillas is <laughs> is supposed to be those cartoons, not the guy from Blur. Ah, <laughs> okay, okay. Woohoo! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, what do you guys? I I don't. I know you guys said earlier the shows that you did what, what's like the next what are you thing? guys doing <laughs> you, i know we went over that but like did yeah. you guys have like didn't you guys have a show coming up september yeah september 2nd? yeah september 2nd yeah, yeah. Right, so that's gonna be to yeah that's gonna be in stoughton uh that's a big it's a big fest there's like 10 bands playing yeah yeah, yeah. and then of course you know we're going on at like 2, 2 p.m 2 p.m Second what band. was the name of that place Second again band. uh st john's philharmonic Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's it's on, I want to say, okay, I might get it wrong, but it's like 345 Washington Street in Stone. I might I might have gotten that wrong, but I think that I'm might be I'm not sending it. everybody to some random ass address. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, it's it's on our Facebook. I mean, everything I'll is on our Facebook. I'll link it in the show notes for you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and if anybody wants to listen, we're on every streaming platform. You know, just... I'm going Thought to look it up for out. you. Thank you. Even though Brian has a giant fucking computer in front of his face. <laughs> no internet. Stoughton, what's it called? Philharmonic? Yeah, St. John's Phil, Philharmonic. It's like a fucking opera. It's like, yeah, it's like spelled with an F, though. Like Philharmonic, something like that. St. John's Philharmonica Society. Yeah, there you go. 845 Washington Street, okay. Stoughton, Massachusetts. Okay, cool. I said 340, so I meant 845. Okay, 845, yeah. 845. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, a bunch of good bands on there. Uh, Forever's Fallen Grace, On Your Deathbed, uh, Versailles, Dark Rain. So Fuck us. yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much for doing this, man. Thank you for having Thanks us. For I really awesome, appreciate it. It's awesome. Sorry for the unorganized running late bit. No problem. It's not even <laughs> problem. It's not I was at leg lock show. class with that no guy. Problem. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, dude. No, and it's it's been an honor, man. And I uh, yeah, look forward you. to hearing you guys. You guys and, should come back on sometime. And thank you for really thanks it. for listening, dude. The hardest fucking thing is getting somebody to actually listen. Yeah. To the song. To, to yeah. a song. You know what I'm saying? You send, you send it to somebody. Sure. Did you listen to it yet? A month later. Oh, yeah. sorry, man. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. You're my friend. <laughs> You're my friend. You're like, fucking can killing imagine, me. Can you imagine somebody out there? Nobody's going to fucking hear this shit. You know? <laughs> so. Well, dude, I love your story, man. Like, thank I'm you. I'm really sure our fans are going to love you. Thank you. Yeah, thank no, this thank is you a very for, inspiring yes. story, man. Thank you. Thank for you real. so much. Great message in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And a happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah, it's dude. been an amazing birthday. That's awesome. Again, Fantastic. amazing birthday. Right on. Well, this has been It's a Hard Rock Life. I don't say it often, but hey, if you've been this far, like, share, and subscribe, and enjoy. <laughs> <laughs>